0: Radio's losses, is game. You're listening to the starting block. Hey, welcome to
1: the starting block for another week. you have got myself Greeno joined by a man who's also put forward his own budget reply. With surprisingly 98% of it allocated to hard liquor. My co-captain
2: Zamer, who are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership around the world, morons. Uh, welcome to blockheads. Board. Blockheads, millions. Don't forget about Blockhead. the blockheads. The blockheads are the most Don't important most important morons we have out there the blockheads we love exactly them. yeah the budgets ah. the budgets the budget replies i've seen my fair share of uh budget speeches over my lifetime green you know like you know the stage that i'm kind of at in my life i'm going to give you a little bit of this one just i like stories about piñatas the stage i'm at in my life now it's like remember when i would tell you about swimming and it's like you know the reason that you don't do it forever is because it's so painfully painfully Mm. isolating and boring because you're just staring at the bottom of the pool hour after hour after hour after hour. And now I'm at a stage in my life where it's like, you know what? I've seen budget speeches and I've seen budget replies. The budget speech here's here's the last 20 years of budget and budget replies in one fucking sentence. The budget always promises more than they can give and the budget Mm. reply thinks everything is a bad idea. And that's yeah. and that's what happens and it keeps happening and it happens every single year. And I'm amazed. Like people make careers, Greeno, out of writing about the budget in a newspaper. Yeah. A newspaper. I, I say, let's get rid of all budgets. Let's just yeah. keep spending like Richie Rich. Or Richard Pryor in that movie. Remember he had a, like a month or whatever yeah. it was? Boosters, Booster's millions. Yeah. yeah oh.
1: No, it's all right. <laughs> 80s million, Now you're fucking now you've got my ears, sir. Uh... Thank you very much. Yeah.
2: Hey, where's nice, my. Uh, Gary.
1: So I think,
2: I think, you know, in <laughs> a sim. You
1: were searching for the nice Gary. Like,
2: I couldn't figure out it was muted, what was going on, but I double yeah. tapped the button. The buttons are very Ooh. sensitive. We're going to open the kimono here. The buttons are very sensitive. So if you just, you've got to tap it forcefully just once. If you tap it like a little bit timidly, and it general. double taps and turns itself tap. off again. Yeah, it's yeah, been so the bane it's of our been existence of that, in so the, uh, to the be a, for a, a few years. That's correct. That's it. So you just got to make sure that you really nail those buttons down. So yeah, I think we treat the budget from now on. I want to see one last great budget, and it's let's just let's just empty the fucking bank account, Greeno. <laughs> right? Let's just fucking spend everything we have and everything we can possibly borrow, and then at the end of it, at, let's do this, Greeno. At the end of it, it's like, well, what are you going to do? What are, about it? what are you going to do about it maybe? <laughs> like, okay so all right we'll live in the dark ages for maybe what 50 years 100 years or something like we'll still have each other yeah you know and and life will be good some of the greatest stories Greeno, were written concentration camps mm-hmm. weren't they so some of the most entertaining stories so maybe that's maybe it's all worth it in the end
1: his thing, his thing with the budget, I've uh, two, two thoughts on the budget. Once again, this show has turned a bit more political than I'd like over the last few months, mm-hmm. uh, more so me showing my naivety when it comes to, to politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, there's just been a lot of stupidity that's happened yeah. above the normal level of stupidity you see in politics.
2: Well, see, uh, you've, you've uh, never taken enough of an interest in politics to be as bitter and cynical as I am now. See, because now... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting
1: to the point. Getting to the point of like <laughs> You were cynical, bro. though.
2: You were cynical before because you weren't yeah. paying attention but now what that you've started paying attention it actually accelerates your cynicism because you're like oh shit it's much worse than i thought yeah
1: like, so you know what, a what i mean fucked moment <laughs> yes. where i'm kind of like <laughs> oh, this is this is a lot this is a lot worse than i thought it was <laughs> like, me. like this is this is really bad on so many different levels um uh first thought was uh, what is the point of a budget reply for someone who has no choice uh, you can't implement anything with the budget. Hmm. Like I understand, I understand in a uh, election year because that person might be doing the spending, hmm. so that makes sense. But the other three years in an election cycle, what the fuck is the point of the budget reply? Because yeah. they can't. Kind of, they're like, oh, I would have done this. Well, you're not in power, dickhead. So yeah. fucking thanks for wasting a whole bunch of paper.
2: The, you the are on- environmentalist. environmentalist. <laughs> um, the opposition budget reply. Is like the beaten wife in the 1950s trying to argue about how much money the husband is spending on alcohol. You know, it's like, honey, you're spending the kids' fucking diaper money on alcohol. We can't feed the children. Uh, We're all starving. You know, little Sally's ribs are sticking out. And he's just like, well, that's a great reply, but I'm going to go down to the bar now and drink my body weight and scotch and have somebody come home and then I'm going to beat you up a little bit. Because my dinner will be cold at one in the morning when I do come home.
1: Do come home. And it will be your fault. fault. Yeah. Because he came home
2: at one in the morning. That's right. Ah. So the the opposition is like the government stands up in front of the opposition and says, right, this is what we're going to do with our money. Okay. So, and the opposition says, well, you know, it's not all your money. And they go, yes, we know you contribute with your little bits on the weekend and stuff. You know, we know Mm. you chip in for dog food every now and then. And we're all very grateful. But this is what I've decided as the dad. Is going, mm. we're going to do with the money, and then tomorrow night you get to you get to go to bed, you know, and collect your okay. thoughts.
1: Here's what I'd like to do. <laughs> yes. That's like A, That's a whole great, allocation honey. for new dresses, you know, you know, new <laughs> <laughs> new vanity, rentals to the house. I don't We're not going to fucking do that. <laughs>
2: the the opposition comes in and says, "Well, honey, I think it would be a smashing idea to give some more money to poor people." And the government kind of turns with the other drunken men. And, you know, to each other and says, do you hear this fucking bitch? You know, yeah, listen I mean, to this crazy shit. She's yeah, fucking not doing, not doing that. Not doing that without doing money. That's that crazy. Stuff. Stuff. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, basically, yeah. the opposition is a beaten wife. And how many times can you watch a budget reply without, you know, I feel sorry for the opposition every single the point time? It's exercise. It is.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. My second thought, though, Damo, is a budget is uh, the definition of a budget is uh, anticipated spending, correct?
2: Uh, well, governments have funny definitions for things, don't they, Greg? So,
1: so <laughs> I can sit here uh, and come with a budget, going, I'm going to put X amount of money in this, I'm going to put X
2: amount of money in that. There's nothing yeah, but that says you... I have to
1: spend that money.
2: No, but when you when you say budget, you mean a budget. When, I mean budget. when politicians say budget, they don't mean a budget. They mm-hmm. mean something else entirely. It's got fucking it's got money they borrowed. Fucking, it's got money they've, they're borrowing 10 years into the future, fucking considered into it. There's yeah. like hidden interest rates. There's new taxes and stuff. What they do isn't actually a budget.
1: No, but, but what I'm saying is there's no like, – it's not a commitment to we are going to spend this amount of money and borrow these loans and do this and this. Right. After the budget, they can still go, nah, fuck it. We're not going to spend any of that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> like we decided <laughs> we're just going to put the money aside. Yeah. We're going to keep it here. So the budget itself is, once again, is like a completely pointless exercise yep. because yeah. no one's forced to adhere to said budget. They can go over in this thing. Like, I, I read through the budget uh, overnight. I didn't see anything about no fucking car park. I saw no pork barrel budget. Mm. I saw no sports roll budget. Like uh, All those things that we know are coming up. I didn't see a, a budget for fucking uh, campaign advertising. Mm. We know a lot of taxpayers' money is going to go on that. So uh, ultimately, the budget itself is a farce, Damo. It's a fast A farce. Jim in the <laughs> chat budget.
2: nails it, Greeno. He nails it. He says it's anticipated revenue. <laughs> That's they'll, they'll talk about in the budget. They'll be like, no, don't worry. No, it's all costed under anticipated revenue. And you know what else I like in budgets, Greeno? how they say like shit, like we're going to spend $40 million making sure that we're coal free by 2050. And I always, I always think to myself, do you plan to be in government until 2050? (laughs) Because Uh, the next guy can just come in and go, all right, we're not doing that. You know, that was that guy's promise. I don't know why he promised something 30 years from now. He just lost. What's the fucking point of that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm with you though on your thought process right hmm. where if I'm the opposition I'm going I'm, I'm just fucking like I'm throwing all my chips on the table hmm. like I'll put the country into a like tr- multi trillion dollar deficit yes why not just why not? to say I'm going to give every single person a hundred thousand yeah. dollars in Australia yep. fucking vote me in in the coming election, vote Albo. Vote one Albo. Albo, hundred thousand dollars each, right? Albo, just, a hundred,
2: Albo riding on the back of a Mardi Gras float, just throwing handfuls of fucking money, handfuls
1: of cash, <laughs> and just be like, "Fucking, we're buying a house for everyone." Doesn't matter that we're going to be in like crippling debt. Interest rates will be four hundred thousand percent. Doesn't matter, yeah. Albo. If Albo promises, everyone gets a house in Australia. Yeah.
2: Fucking, they'll vote him in. You know what? So, how about this? Budget. How about to get this over the line, Gruno, politically? Because we might come up against some opposition ourselves trying to push this. Let's just spend it all now. Yeah. <laughs> idea, budgetary idea that you and I are planning here for the next
1: we, election. We, we, refer to it, we refer to it as the balls deep budget. <laughs> the Bulls deep budget. The BDB. they are
2: all, <laughs> all the way in. The, right. We can't go any further. B, BDB twenty twenty three. The balls deep budget. So. <laughs> Whilst we're going to come up against some opposition against this ballsy budget, I propose to you yeah. this, Greeno. How about this? What if we also, you know, what just because we think you're a good guy and I like the look of you and I like what's going on, why don't we How just, why don't, no, why don't we promise everyone in the Ukraine a fucking house too? We'll no, just throw that in. <laughs> All right. who's going to say budget. no? Who's going to say yeah. no to that? We're going to have exactly. fucking celebrities at the Oscars, mate, saying Ooh. vote for the block. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking oh, I like where your head's Saving at. Saving Ukrainians, just let's, it, it let's not start
1: all ideas because I, I reckon the block can run as an independent for PM hmm. in uh, what year it'll be
2: twenty
1: twenty five. Twenty twenty
2: five by the time we've. I,
1: we, I reckon we better keep. It. We'll start. We'll start formulating our budget. So uh, at the moment, uh, Ukraine no. that that might not exist in three years' time. So we better That's true. We'll come up with a backup plan. But I'll, we'll take that uh that formula hmm. and find the next you know random war-torn country the next ukraine
2: uh, we're going to be looking the for ukraine. the next ukraine yeah
1: in, in for three years time and uh that'll be at the forefront of our humanitarian budget hmm. so we have two separate budgets we got our uh get us voted in budget mm-hmm. and then we're going to have a humanitarian budget which yep. is technically a subplot of the get us voted in budget That's because it. we'll get the celebrity endorsements for the ukrainians or new ukraine whatever it may
2: be Yep. Uh, I like we had that. New he out, Ukraine, sir. old Ukraine, old, old Russia, Ukraine. new Russia doesn't really. Matter. No everybody right, everybody um, gets I, a house anyway. Whatever.
1: <laughs> could A uh, quick thought on Ukraine, uh, if you don't nice. mind. Uh, uh, things that I, Grino uh, knows we talked about: uh, '80s movies, sport, tit, tit. Uh, know those things. <laughs> things I don't know about: politics, geography. I didn't realize how big Russia was, right? Until I, at, until I had to
2: look. Until
1: I had to look at a map mate. last week uh, for a, for a quiz to try and win twenty five bucks at work.
2: I've often thought that Russia, the reason that Russia is powerful, is not necessarily because of any particular reason other than their landmass. Because it's ba- it's basic, it's so big, it's unconquerable. You can't conquer mm. Russia because you know they'll be well, they'll be a bunker of some fucking crazy drunken Cossacks. You know, in the middle of fucking Siberia somewhere or something, you know, that you'll never find. Mm. That you know, yeah. I reckon they've got bases out there that you know, human feet haven't stepped on in fucking sixty years, Greeno, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So yeah, that Russia is a fucking huge, mate, huge. And that, going, you going know, going? that's probably why yeah. Hitler lost World War <laughs> you know, Two. If you want to be Russia's serious, well, because yeah. it well, because he tried to attack him from the east. What he should have done is come around come through the middle east and then try to split russia in half you see he mm, didn't do that because he was an idiot
3: Nice, Gary.
2: <laughs> idiot. other than that he was a pretty nice guy but he was clearly an idiot that aside. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i got me thinking about the invasion of ukraine and i kind of linked it i'm like why do they need that plant like they've already mm. got enough right mm. like surely why do they need a little bit more and i likened it to like a property developer who owns like you know seven thousand hectares mm. Of uh, like land and property and all that kind of stuff, yep. and there's a little mum and pop farm which has a little six hundred square square meter hmm. to the side, and they're like I want that one as well. You're <laughs> like, no, but you've already got already the shit on the side. Like <laughs> you got all that. <laughs> that's no, that's no. a
2: fair point, isn't it? Like oh, it's. I, I that's, do you think the countries around Russia, like your Poland's, your Belarus's Greeno, your Finlands, your Ukraines, do you reckon they sit there with Russia and say, "Don't you have enough?" <laughs> you yeah. know? Don't you, haven't you got enough of everyone else's enough, toys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like
1: you've got enough there. Like just enjoy what you've got. Let's have our little bit over here. All right.
2: Maybe this is the way we should discuss, you know, these kind of geopolitical crises, Greeno, in greater detail. We'll just sit Russia mm. down and say, now, Russia, don't you think you're being a little unfair? I mean, I <laughs> boys, mate. like, yeah. Now, have you heard of share and share alike? That's now, it. how would you like it if Belarus or Poland or Finland or Ukraine started cleaving off parts of your territory? Hmm? Wouldn't like that, would you? would like a, that very much. <laughs> Five minutes in the naughty corner. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, look at all the land you already have. Don't you think you've got enough? Yeah. Exactly. As my kids say to me, sharing is caring.
3: Right. Nice, Gary!
2: Let's get that hashtag going. Sharing is caring. <laughs> let's, let's try to get Vladimir Putin to the negotiating table. Now, that
1: would be the ultimate, once again, let's, let's use the phrase balls deep move from yep. Zelensky. Mm. I'd like him to go back and go, no, we want a piece of this now.
2: Yep. <laughs> You want Z- Zelensky should invade Russia. Oh, I guess invade Russia. But not all of it, just
1: a bit of it, like just, the just slice. The, like yeah. the weak outskirts, like outskirts that no one wants anyway. If
2: you could get the so bits Russia's- up around China. No one's really interested in them yeah. except the Chinese. Like that, that you know, like if,
1: you, if you're treating it like a steak, right? You're looking, you're looking at the fat residue, yeah. which you know is important for the flavor of the rest of Russia. Mm. But but Zelensky shouldn't attack all of the fat. Just like a portion of it, yeah. Like you the do could... really fat, you're not really going to sizzle off, not adding flavour. Like the loose fat, if you will. Yes, that isn't really absorbing into the the heart of Russia's uh, flavour profile.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like this, Granny. You get rid of that sinewy, silvery skin shit off Ooh. the back of your fucking roast. You know, you cleave yeah. it off. You you get underneath it. You scrape it with your knife. Get that shit out of there. But if it's I've I've you know I've I've done this move before, Grant. I don't know about you. I've gotten a roast and then wrapped it because you know obviously I used to be a butcher. I would mm-hmm. just wrap it in like we used to cut beef fat off you know parts of a cow in like yeah. huge pieces. Big fat chunks, yeah. Big fat chunks, like and then I would roll a state like a roast in it, like in. Right oh, <laughs> <yeah. no>, there, that's, <laughs> that's
1: that's
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
1: the Zelensky method, right? So he's the what he method. should do. He should take the excess fat off Russia. Yeah. Make it seem like he's doing Putin a favour. Go, look, I'll take you don't this want off. This, it's hands. garbage.
2: It's no good for you.
1: But then what he'll do is he'll wrap that around
2: the Ukraine yep.
1: and turn it into the ultimate superpower.
2: Definitely. Oh, we've actually got, right. by the way, we were talking about Finland. We've got uh, the parte in the chat. That's Paul. He's a fucking old mate, old mate from Rust, Greeno. A couple of years ago, we used to play with Paul on Rust. He's Finnish, Greeno. so not there go. Nice, so he knows all too well about the Russians kind of sticking their noses in, and you know, so asking what's going on around here. Does uh, he
1: understand our uh, steak fat war analogy, though?
2: Yes. So Finland would be, so in this in the steak, wrapping the fat around the roast, where would Finland mm. fit into that equation, Greenos? Because if we're using the Zelensky method by getting the extra juicy fat on the yeah. outside of the roast, where would Finland be the string that hide, that no, ties? Them? I, I,
1: see, I see Finland as kind of like the flavor. The flavour so of the roast, yeah. We're talking like we're talking a lamb roast, let's, let's refer to Russia as a lamb roast. Okay. I see Finland as like the rosemary. The rosemary. That's a fucking nice Gary too. Nice
3: Gary!
2: Because it's just a little bit of touch. Some of our favourite sporting not- icons are, are Finnish. Finnish, like, well, you know, one. Kimmy
3: Räikkönen.
1: Really? Yeah. One, that's it. Just Kimmy. Uh, just Kimmy. is enough. Oh, Side note, I know we haven't started the show yet. Have you been but- watching the F1? I've uh, been, been watching it. What a fucking great race uh, yeah. the last race was. last two races um,
2: were drama, late w- drama.
1: Yeah, late drama. But, yeah, go, very good race, the uh, last one. But did you see they're now racing in Vegas? Yeah. And oh, if they don't find a way to get Kimi Räikkönen back for the Vegas first race. <laughs> oh, Now <laughs> so we can see Kimi on the Vegas Strip. Yeah. Oh, my word. They missed an opportunity there. I mean, well, like well, when we, we need people. someone to come oh, down wow, with the so grown-up. True. In 2023, Kimmy come in as substitute driver and just fuck shit up in Vegas. I um, have
2: it on good authority, Greeno, that once Kimmy Raikkonen heard that the F1 circuit is now going to Las Vegas, he was rumored to have been overheard in an outburst, something along the lines of, The world was motherfuckers, you know, they would know that I would tear it up in Las Vegas if I was allowed to be there. But, uh, you know, clearly they're sucking the dicks off our uh, sponsorship and. Uh, you know, they, they do not follow understand uh, Formula One and they do not understand what makes uh, good publicity. So.
3: Nice, Gary!
2: I got, a, I got another little... Uh, I reached
1: out to Kimmy throughout the week and I nice. uh, also got a, a different soundbite uh, from Kimmy just on his thoughts uh, about Vegas and, yeah. and uh, the race. And he's uh, what he had to say. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Vegas is... Uh, it's a soft cork area i uh, know everything's at the buddy town, but you go there you can't even see the stripper's vagina uh, you go to you go to the strippers and there it's either uh no vagina booze or vagina no booze I'd uh, much rather <laughs> sting and punch strippers and see vagina and drink
3: that's no,
2: that's yeah. rockin Legend, kimmy rocking and yeah one of my favourite Kimi Raikkonen stories, I remember, like, because when you and I used to do the Formula One, we used to do a Formula One preview show every year and talk about the yeah, F1, F1 preview F1 show. F1 preview show, buffet, puffy, blokey, shit in a car. <laughs> uh, so we used to do this F1 preview show. And you know, it was an crazy. hour. On, sorry, no, we need to give a backstory. Hmm. An hour of okay,
1: Stories about sit there and analysed Formula One testing results, yeah. and not just like, not just like, oh, you know, this person led. No, no, no. We'd go fucking session to session, State. talk about talk about time. At times, uh, how someone changed certain settings between test one, test two. We would talk That's about we're-
2: how Williams hired an engineer who used to work for Red Bull, but then went to like a Porsche cup competition and earned his stripes and won the championship. And now like, we're really excited about, you know, he's probably going to shave tenths off this fucking He's going to take tenths
1: off and <laughs> based, on, <laughs> based on testing three in Giraffe, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're excited with the prospect. That's what we used to do on community radio and, no wonder we never got a good time slot. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, I interrupted your story.
2: Oh, there was a story? I like you. stories about Penny. No, that was your story.
1: Uh, I can't remember. What were we talking, talking about? we are talking about back in the day we used to do an F1 preview show and then I got uh, distracted by it. Give yeah. some background.
2: Yeah, we used to do an F1 preview show. Um, I don't know, Kimi and Something to do with Kimi in the F1 preview show. Um, you know, we used can't to- be that important. Yeah, can't be. You're right. Nice.
3: guy. Nice, no, no, you were talking
2: about your favourite Kimmy story. Oh yeah. Well, it is fucking important. So we used to do this F1 preview show. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was trying to think of a trigger. I'm like, you're talking about Kimmy story. There we go. Yeah. We're back on track. Yeah.
2: So we used to do this F1 preview show, and you know, we used to collect stories from the F1 testing off season, if you like, if, you know, for this F1 preview show. And I came across this story. I don't know if you remember it, Greeno. And it was basically Kimi Raikkonen was caught, like, quote-unquote, caught. He was, like, riding a snowmobile naked drunk after earlier in the night. You know, like, the next morning he was on a snowmobile naked tearing shit up, drinking, like, with vodka and shit. But earlier that night, he'd been, like, beaten up by bouncers and kicked out of a strip club for groping Stripper. the strippers. You know, yeah. it's just like, nice, Gary. Because you look around the other Formula One teams and it'll be, like, Fernando Alonso is running marathons, basically. Yeah. You know? Mark
1: Webber's riding. Like, he's, he's doing, doing triathlons. He, did, yeah. he decided to ride, like, a mountain bike for exactly. 400 kilometres.
2: They're all being super fit. Lewis Hamilton is getting selfies and, you know, getting pictures taken of him in a denim vest with a tag Heuer watch. Like a, Got to you know, be done. It's very important. Yeah, but like a punts, he's doing <laughs> that. <laughs> and but Kimmy's out naked in the middle of the Finland, something like in the Finnish countryside, riding snowmobiles naked, pissing drinking down vodka and punching strippers and nice! like strippers. because that, you goes. know what, Greeno? I'm gonna be passionate about this. That is the fucking that's what F1 is all about, mate. That's why I love Bernie Eccleston. You know why? Because he was sticking his shriveled up old dick into those 25-year-old whores. Because he was. That's that's what F1 is all about. It's about being over the top and, you know, ridiculous and fucking embracing, live fast, die young, you know. That's what F1 is.
1: It, uh, Kimmy Räikkönen was definitely the James Hunt of our era. He was James know. Hunt.
2: That's a good reference. I saw something flash up the other day, like on some video. I was watching someone just snipped it in. And, yeah. um, you know, it was James Hunt and it's like, James, it was like an interview, like the Brundle of the day. James, how do you explain that in these conditions on that car, you were able to circulate one second lap faster than everybody else? And he wrote something along the lines of that, and he replies to big balls. <laughs> <You know>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you see, have? Yeah, big balls. Big big balls. Big and balls. it's fucking true, he just didn't care. Like This is back in the day when you'd have F1 drivers dying every third race. Right. And like basically it would go race one, race two, uh, F1 funeral, Race three, race four, F1 funeral. Like you'd have to take a week off. They they purposely put gaps in the schedule yep. for a potential funeral, just to be safe. That's it. Um, and and that's what it did take. It took fucking big balls and like a lot of risk taken out there uh, to, yep. to survive. And an and
2: Nikki nearly dying. That was the other reason.
1: No, <laughs> now that that is the fucking hardest cunt I, I've ever seen in motorsport. Oh, I,
2: lo- I love Nikki Lauda. Just yeah, oh, yeah, I don't so know it. if I love him, but I just love the fucking story of it. Like story, that is like, that is some that is something. That is a guy that F1 could not fucking kill, you know. He tried so hard to kill him but he refused.
1: Came back. It's not even like he he, says, oh, I'll come back next season. I'll come back a few years. He came back that year with Burns so, so fucked up. Couldn't even get his helmet on. To put his helmet on was agony. And then he still raced and won. Like, didn't win the championship that year, but still, like, was competitive, Well, racing. Didn't
2: he he refused to race in the wet or something? In that super wet one and then James
1: had won the- And uh, that's why
2: he lost the championship but then he came back yeah. the very next year and fucking dominated. What exactly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. Yeah, Nicky Lauda's. Nicky Loudo's one of those stories because we grew up Greeno, you and I, we grew up in the Michael Schumacher era and it was just all Schumacher. And don't get me wrong, he's yeah. one of the greats, obviously. But uh, you know Shumi did have he had the Lewis Hamilton advantage of being in the obviously best car you know of clearly Sh- a car better yeah. than everybody else's as well as being a super good driver, you know, don't get me wrong. In
1: Schumacher's defense like when he went to Ferrari they were shit. Oh yeah, and he, he brought them up they had the five good.
2: years of them dominating yeah, as well just dominating yeah, yeah. true. No, but you're right, and he took a lot of the guys from Renault to Ferrari, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, Ross Braun came over as the head director. He, he was previously at the, the Renault team. Where, oh, Benetton, sorry. Benetton, uh, yeah, which, Who, which was, Renault.
2: was pseudo-Renault, yeah.
1: Pseudo-Renault, exactly. Um, this show is completely fucking off the rails. We haven't even started
2: nice, last yeah, well This is just pre-show.
1: Yes, yeah, it's pre-show. Yeah. Uh, but, you yeah, know, you're 100% right. He bought over, yeah, a lot of those Renault guys that had won in championships in the Benetton mm. and then turned the Ferrari. I think that two years that were kind of really garbage and then yep. year three is when they finally kind of clicked in and then yeah, was- everyone boring for seven or five years yep. like Lewis did for the last six. Um, And then, yeah, then it kind of all went back to normal.
2: Yeah. They, they, they were crappy for a couple of years, but when they were – quite-unquote crappy. I remember Schumi's getting like, you know, 6th, 7th, you know, <laughs> that, when yeah, they were a shit fine.
1: car. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Like, he was still putting that car wave. And that's that's the testament to great drivers. We talk about Fernando Alonso plenty from mm. this show over the years. And he's one of those drivers who can just fucking wring the neck out of any car no matter what you give yep. him. Schumacher was the same. Like, he'd find a way to – it was back, back in those days, though, there was a lot more – tactics played a lot more. I remember, like, Definitely. at the moment – the big thing with F1 at the moment now in races is the undercut. you got to get in early and then you fucking, you'll get that one-lap advantage because you're in earlier. Schumacher used to be the opposite. He'd go, oh, they've gone in, excellent. Now I'm going to fucking go flat out on old tyres. Exactly, and yeah. And I'm going to overtake them whilst they've had their pit stop on fresh tyres and still go faster on old tyres yep. and get ahead that way. Yep. So he did the, whatever the reverse, the overcut, I guess.
2: Yeah. Um, he would he would deliberately hold up his rival. If he knew his rival had to pit, he was just a he's, a, he's a German, man. This is the way Germans think, right? They're very tactical about fucking everything. So if he had a rival behind him who he knew had to pit sooner, he would pers- purposely hold him up and drive slower and just stick his car in the way and make sure he wasn't overtaken so the guy behind him is not gaining anything. But Mm -hmm. he's just, then he's in the pits and then he fucking lets go and he was just flying because he's conserved his fucking tires and his fuel. He can really hit the gas now. So he goes and then he puts in fastest lap, like three or four fastest laps back to back to back to back. And by Mm -hmm. the time he pits, he's 10 seconds ahead of the other guy who's just been out on cold tires. He was a genius with shit, and don't, let's not forget when he crashed into Damon Hilgert. No!
3: Nice. <laughs> that was yeah. To
2: save himself a championship. Save himself
3: a championship.
1: You know, <laughs> I remember watching that as a kid and going, what the what fuck a just piece happened? Of shit. Because that was back when the Australian GP was the last Adelaide. race of the year in Adelaide, and it was amazing. So, like, the championship would occasionally come down to that race, yep. whether it be Mansell or Hill or Villeneuve or... Um, mm. or, or the Schumacher, between them. And then I remember the, there was one where Schumacher and Villeneuve were fighting for the championship, and but it was the opposite, I think. I think Villeneuve might have been ahead of Schumacher in the championship. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, he can't fucking pull that trick this time, can he? But yeah, the Damon Hill incident where he just intentionally fucking ran him off the track and crashed re- in and got, champion!
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a piece of shit move. Damon yeah. Hill handled it well, though, and he came back and won himself a championship as well. He sure did. you know, And I, I quite like Damon because he did it quite old, didn't he? He was like 35 or something. Yeah, the I, think,
1: uh, I don't think he was 35, but he was – yeah, in his thirties. He was in the later stages of his career because then after that, he went to like – he had a couple of years at Williams uh, where he was dominant and then went to Arrows and kind of dwindled out in the back end of his
2: career. I think he – didn't he end up at Jordan? Might have been Jordan. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was an
1: Arrows. I okay. could be wrong.
2: Yeah, not. he could have done both. I, I seem to remember him – Driving with Ainz Harold Frentzen for a year or two. Remember, Ainz
1: Harold Frentzen was in a Williams in yeah, 1997,
2: but he was also in a Jordan. So I just don't know because Jordan had a lot of, you know, Rubens Barrichello was there for like three or four or five years before he went to Ferrari. But then Jordan just had kind of a driver every other year then, I
1: think. Ah, uh, really fucking, right. let's give a nice Gary to both me and you. Okay. Nice, did
2: you look it up, did you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I just did. Okay. So uh, he started in a Brabham in 92. Yeah, He went to Williams between, he was only there for, for four years, 93 to 96. Yep. He then went to Arrows, as I
2: said. That's when Williams he- was dominant though. You know, yeah, the, well, that, that was their era, wasn't it?
1: And then and then he ended his career in a Jordan the year after. Ah, oh, there you go. Nice
3: Gary. Nice Gary.
2: So we
1: both and got I it. I was right? right. I said he was in nineteen ninety seven. Uh, was the era. Oh no, ninety six. I thought he was with and Frensen. Which it was correct. Because I remember it because I've got F one ninety seven from PlayStation One
2: still. F one ninety seven.
1: I've still got it because I'm like, oh, it's it's a vintage. I can't get rid of it. Um <laughs> there we go.
2: You go, nice Gary.
1: Now, don't worry. Uh, I want to do a quick muted word of the week. Let's fucking end segment one with muted word of the week, All which right. is actually the first topic uh, this week. I had to
2: mute a couple of words. All right, tell me what you've got. So, let's hang on. Let's build the case first. So, what have we already muted? We've muted Ukraine and Russia.
1: Yeah, that's uh, already done. That's uh, done. We, we built the. uh We muted the fucking the shooter kid.
2: Uh, Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Immunity. Now, it's quite actually, yeah. it's quite difficult. This proves the system works, in my opinion, Greener. It's quite difficult to remember the words you've muted. Muted, <laughs> exactly. I was piece. like, "What the fuck did I mute?
1: It's not in like, my timeline
2: anymore." I know. Since I've started adopting your method of muting words on Twitter, I'm now starting to feel like Millhouse in the episode of Simpsons where he's like, "This is great. Not only am I not learning stuff, but I'm forgetting things I used to know."
4: Exactly,
1: 100. That's <laughs> the point of muting words, mate. Ignorance's it's fucking
2: pointless. Yeah, because exactly. eventually, eventually, one day, all I'll have will be sport. 80s movies and tit, Green.
1: That's
2: what you fucking want.
1: Show me show me a fucking unhappy person yeah. that has a timeline of nothing other than 80s and 90s movies. So we are yeah. got to extend that. Okay. Uh, Sport and tit.
2: No, I don't know. I don't know. You and if, I, if they're out there, I don't want to meet them. I don't want to know them.
1: Yeah. If they're not happy with that, fucking, I don't want to know these people. It's exactly. as simple as that.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so this week, had to, this had week. to mute very fucking early on. It was a Monday mute. I don't like doing a Monday mute, but I had to fucking do it. Hmm. Uh, Will Smith had to be muted. Oh, Will you muted Will, Greeter?
3: Nice, Gary.
1: What we about Chris Rock? Did like you that? not mute Chris Rock as well? Uh, well, it always intertwined, so I was okay. Anything that had rock was already muted by it, always referring to Will Smith. Right. Uh, I, as a safety net, I had to also mute the word cuckold. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. You have to be safe. Because I didn't want to miss I didn't want it slipping Boy, in. Jerry. Any kind of subversive tweets that related to Will. It's it's an interesting, it's an interesting scenario. Poor old fresh prince. What happened? What happened to oh, a fucking oh. poor old Well, he'll let a man fuck his wife and know about it. <laughs> But someone makes a little baldy joke about her and fucking, and and then once again, like if you're going to get up on stage and fucking be a hard cunt, at least punch the dude. Don't slap him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like make like, it count, mate. <laughs> yeah. I reckon, you know, here's my genuine opinion on it, right? I reckon they were both kind of bitches about it. He went up and went for the open palm slap, and it's like, well, then you're just trying to make a statement. Like, you're basically a woman in a food court, you know, yeah. slapping down a food tray on a table. Like, okay. But then Chris Rock acted like a bitch as well in response. And people go, oh, no, because he was on TV and stuff. And I'm like, okay. Okay. So here's the thing, right? Because when he was like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, there was a moment there where Chris Rock is like, I'm going to like this. And I thought, you know, he kind of bitched out. And then my suspicions were confirmed, Greeno, because remember, this is Hollywood we're talking about here, right? Mm -hmm. My suspicions were confirmed when later on that night, Chris Rock's team, his posse, his entourage, whatever you want to fucking call them, they released this video of Chris Rock like, Pretending to be held back by his bodyguards, <laughs> and he's at he's at the bottom of a set of stairs, and he's like, "Well, well," and he's screaming out to him, "He's like, no, I'm not going to let this shit happen." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So clearly, you realize then, and you recognize that you looked like a fucking bitch up there.
3: Nice
2: yeah. A guy came up to slap you, and you just stood there, right? And then you apolog- basically apologize and like, "Well, I'm not going to mention her again," you know. And he he looked like a. I'm not saying it was right or wrong or whatever. But in that world of perception, Greener, he looked like he kind of bitched out. You know what no, I mean? No, see, see, I kind
1: of took a different perspective on it. I'm kind of like, look, he kind of, what was he meant to do? Go down and fucking like brawl the dude? I think he got, and the fact he didn't touch his face, he's kind of like, he just took the hit and was like, and then responded like, bro, it was a fucking GI Janger. No, like, no. I, I know,
2: you? I disagree because the image that we're led to believe is of that, that of the fearless comedian, Greener. Now, if Chris Rock were the fearless comedian that he was, he would have put another line right did, into it no, straight that, after he got up. And
1: that's you could see he was about to fucking make a that's joke. That's what
2: I mean. He bitched out and because then, a comedian, bit, a comedian, a comedian's fists are their jokes, Greeno. Yeah. You know what I mean? He bit his tongue. He, he bit, bit his out. tongue.
1: Yeah. I saw him do it, and I'm like, he was about to fucking make should it. Have. Like, should have savaged him. A real him. sharp
2: joke there. He should. Like, I would have done it, but. He yeah. should have fucking savaged him. You know what I keep coming back to? You know what we're gonna have to I'll key it up in the ad break, Greeno. There is a there is this great video of Jamie Foxx at this roast. And I can't I can't even remember the guy's name who's doing like a roast at this time, but they're all invited, right? And Jamie Foxx, in my opinion, like I don't know what he's doing recently, but back when we were growing up, Greeno, one of the funniest men on the planet, as far as I was concerned, Jamie Foxx. Fucking incredibly talented comedic actor, right?
1: He's very, he's very funny. The problem is he's fucking completely in love with himself.
2: Yeah, but, that uh, doesn't, but he's a black guy, man. No, <laughs> so it no, works. It no, works. Not, 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 in, not
1: in like a fun black guy way. It's a Hollywood douchebag way. Oh, like probably, every, I don't care. Every, I don't every care. interview I see with Jamie Foxx now is like, so I was hanging with Beyonce, right? And we were sitting there, me Yeah, and but Jason, I don't watch his interviews. Fucking so fucking I watch really. his movies. <laughs> no, and that's it. Like if we're talking old school Jamie Foxx before he had all these like rich, famous friends, I 100% agree with you. Very fucking funny, very sharp. Now every in every interview he does, he's fucking sitting there dropping like, "Yeah, me and Jeezy, we were just fucking chilling." Then Kanye comes in, I was doing this party, right? Kanye comes in, and I'm like, "Who's this nigga?" And then they were like, "Hey man, this guy can fucking rap with the best of them." And then I'm like, "Oh, let's let's sit there and put something together, let collab." Shit. And it's fucking it's all big like name droppy shit. Yeah, it makes him less funny. But I agree with you. Early days, Jamie Foxx, fucking hysterical
2: oh yeah fucking
1: Well
0: what do
2: you think of happen with the ground how about this is this one where it's like I I am your conscience yes yes Yes. exactly alright let's
1: let's play that when we come back let's go to a break and we'll come back with a I am your conscience (laughs) this (laughs) is (laughs) not going well
5: do you like your novelty comedy songs organic handmade with painstaking care put into every note well look no further than irrational times using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later irrational times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level new songs and sketches every week so check it out when we were kids and there wasn't any school. We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons, eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies, the ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on delight. Enjoy the joy of Pessy, enjoy the joy of Pessy, enjoy the joy of Pessy.
4: With less than 3% sport content, it's the starting block on TAVshow.com.
2: Yes! Welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Don't forget, myspace.com. Check it out. I am your conscience. I am your conscience. So, yeah, we're getting back to this because I thought... Maybe it's time. We just... Well, again, up. this goes well, this goes to my argument that Chris Rock, the so-called fearless comedian, bitched out a little bit because he knows could you imagine would Ricky Gervais have taken that?
1: <laughs> oh fuck you know, Ricky Gervais.
2: Or would he have savaged him for, for the rest of the fucking night? Like ripped his spine out with jokes, you I know? Think,
1: I think the difference as well, like if like the, the jokes Chris Rock was telling were very fucking tame. Like he's made a fucking even his reaction, was like it was a fucking GI Jane joke, dude. Like, calm the fuck down. Yeah, he even it said was, it. He even Rick-
2: said it like that too. He's like, it was a yeah. GI Jane joke, dude. <laughs> you know, he's yeah.
1: like, I um, can't fucking believe whereas, why you're
2: angry about it. You
1: know. <laughs> whereas Ricky Gervais is sitting there going, oh, we know that guy's a fucking cocaine, we know that guy's a pedophile. Like, I think Ricky would have been fucking savage, and that's why no one just up and slapped Ricky because he would have been fucked up by plenty of comments he's made about celebrities. That's the whole point of comedians rocking up to Oscars and these kind of like events. Like, yeah. You're meant to rib on them. you everyone's meant to be lighthearted, have a bit of a joke, and we move on. Like. That's it.
2: Well, and, and you know, the, the comedians, way, the way it's supposed to be, right, if you're in a space, Greeno, and you're, your deal is making jokes about people, then you absolutely expect, you know, jokes to be made about you because that's the fucking game, is it not? Mm. You know what I mean? Will Smith has played like the funny man many a time in his career. You know, he wants to be—he uh, wants to be seen as the jovial kind of funny dude, laid-back, friendly uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so his reputation is tarnished. But also on the same side, Chris Rock is like—I keep going back to—Chris Rock's supposed to be the fearless fucking comedian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, you know, the Netflix fucking specials and, you know, the movies. I like Chris Rock. Don't get me wrong. Ooh, yeah, very funny guy. Very fucking funny guy. I love that. One of my favourite movies of his, I think it got terrible reviews, was the one he did with Sir Anthony Hopkins um, where he plays, like, he plays like the dropkick brother of a CIA agent. Oh, okay. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it's quite good. It's quite. Fun. It's a fun movie. He um, yeah. he's he's like the identical twin of a CIA agent who gets killed, so he has to be trained up to go and do his job, basically. Okay, but Anthony dumb Hopkins premise. makes it funny. dumb premise, but you get Chris Rock yeah. and yeah, uh, you know, Anthony Hopkins together in the same yeah, in the same shot. All of a sudden, it's a fucking winner, Greeno.
3: You know? nice Gary.
2: It just seems to work. So I would have thought, you know, the his reaction to that. He should have just thought – it would have been the greatest moment in television history if he had a savage Will Smith. Because if I was Chris Rock, I would want Will Smith not burst into tears after he gets the Oscar, burst into tears right there and then in the fucking crowd Ooh, with the whole world watching. Fuck him. I it see him and Jada fuck crying yeah, simultaneously. Absolutely. Because yeah. he, 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 he came up and he fronted you. And I would go, Ooh. oh, okay, well, that was good. You know, nice try, old man, but you know, you missed. But anyway, yeah. and then you just start tearing fucking shreds off him, make the whole crowd laugh at him for what he did. Instead, what happened, Grant? Afterwards, Will Smith gets up there, tears, tears up on stage, and everyone gets around and pats him on the back and says, oh, yeah. you poor thing. <laughs> Your poor fucking man. So that's all Chris Rock's fault. Nice, <laughs> if Chris Rock had a him and turned him into a mockery as he should have done because he does. And I, again, I love Will Smith. Everyone. It's, it's very popular to bag Will Smith these days. And it has been for the last few years, but I keep coming back to greener. I can never hate Will Smith because for me, he was the fresh Prince when I was He's a, a kid. Fresh prince.
3: Yeah, that's exactly. it. And he
2: will always be the fresh Prince. And you know, I'll still, I'll still listen to that CD with getting jiggy with it on it, and oh. still tap my fucking foot.
3: Nice, I oh, will.
2: <laughs> I can't help What's it. What's that one? You got uh, "Boom shake the Room." Like I, I can't help it because
1: you created "Boom shake the Room." Uh you also got the uh, "Nod Your Head," "Black Suit's Coming,"
2: yeah. "Nod Your Head." I was kind Bang of, on, I, off. I was kind of off his music. I like that song, man. Big yeah. fan of that song. No, it's a uh, you know he was popcorn. Uh, you know he's done, but I'll, I like a lot of his movies as well. You know, so I'm never gonna hate Will Smith, but he just he looked like a dickhead, and Chris Rock looked like a fucking soft cock. And no no, nobody's everybody loses.
3: Nice,
1: Gary. Ironically, the uh the person that looked like they had the most balls in that situation was the ball chick. <laughs>
2: yeah, well. Ironically, that's why she's gonna be cast for GI Jane too. Greeno.
1: There we go.
2: Ah, yeah. uh, should we have a look at this, Jamie Fox? Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah. This is. This is. Is this going
1: to get us th- Are we going to fucking get thrown off? Oh, maybe. Does it matter? It really doesn't matter. No, <laughs> no fuck it. No, no. no, okay. It's asking, just you know, semantics.
2: Well, because when I was when I saw the Will Smith thing for the first time, I was like, well, why didn't Chris Rock do this? Huh?
4: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to keep this thing rolling. Another person that does not know anything about Emmett Smith, and you don't.
2: Now it is a roast, so obviously the yeah. whole point is to make fun of people, right? Yeah. But watch watch Jamie Foxx just this is Doug Williams. This fucking ruined his career. He, he was finished after this.
4: Nobody knows me. I'm the only broke motherfucker on this panel. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else came here to roast him and smith. I came to this motherfucker for a deal. That's what I'm looking for.
2: <laughs> it's not funny yet.
4: Like to thank Shaq. Shaq well, was there.
2: Do the we car still car. have these things on TV, or is this now too uh, offensive, Greeno? I think
1: it's too offensive okay. now. I think uh, like they used to yeah, comedy central. I think they kind of outstayed their welcome. That was the problem. They ran out of people to roast. Uh. Like when you start, when you're getting to like d degrade celebrities that you're mm-hmm. roasting. Yeah. Then, you know, you're kind of like, ah, uh, let's fucking, let's wrap it
2: up. I remember they roasted Donald Trump and at the time they said, well, this is the roasting of the D-grade celebrity and he would later yeah. turn out to be president. And one of the people who was at his roast roasting him, Greeno, Snoop Dogg, who Snoop Dogg. who later yeah. released a film clip of him, you know, um, you know, shooting like a Trump character in the head <laughs> in his in song. His there, there you go. But it was like, I love you, Donald. You're, you're a fucking pimp, daddy, y'all. Yo. You're a motherfucker. <laughs> you're my fucking nigger, y'all. So I was watching um
1: was, sorry, it's WrestleMania mate. week this week. Oh that's still a thing.
2: WrestleMania is still going. Oh know, the still is nice. mate. Yeah. Who are, and, the, uh, who are the big wrestlers now?
1: Uh probably people you don't know. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's, Sting, it's not really,
2: didn't Sting come back for a while?
1: He did different different kind of uh competition though. He's not with WWE. I remember
2: anymore. your great green, I remember La Parker was one of my favorites. I loved your buck. The chairman of uh, WW of L- WCW. I loved your buck He's buff one of my favorites was one of yeah. my favorites. Well, here's the stuff you don't need
1: to adjust your television. I <laughs> am. I am this I good. Am
2: this good. <laughs> but, um, I still use that line to this day. It's such a
1: fucking clown.
2: <laughs> after stuff, I liked your Sting. I liked you. I liked your Raven at first, but then it turned into too much of a moaner. You know.
1: Yeah.
2: So I didn't like but, it anymore after
1: That was now. more the WCW side of things, though. WCW. Yeah. So, but, well, that's all we had. You could get. You could get. Um, we didn't get WWE on free to air. Like, no. Uh, no, Foxtel. We never really got it.
2: No, that's um, right. We got WCW in Australia for years and years. And later on, people used to talk about WWF, and I was like, oh, to me, though, as being a kid who grew up with WCW, I was like, oh, well, that's the shit that they talk at. like old people are into, like with Hulk Hogan and stuff. You know, I don't know what that is. And then Hulk Hogan turned up on WCW. <laughs> <And yeah.
3: laughs> nice, Gary!
2: Fair enough. I don't know. I didn't know what was going on over in the States. I had no idea. All all we had was that, uh, what was it? Was it Monday Nitro, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, Monday was Nitro. That? used to. They just showing on Foxtel on uh, TNT. So to be weird yeah. because yeah. on Foxtel they used to have, like it was the, the old school of uh, pay TV yeah. where uh, it was all these different channels and TNT would have nothing but like vintage 50s movies, right? Yep. All day, every day until like, Tuesday morning, Australia. <laughs> and then there'll just be two
2: hours of wrestling. <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt, Greta. Daryl in the chat says, "My favourite new ones are Goldberg and Edge." <laughs> <laughs> now, hang on, I remember them from years yeah. ago. So they're the new guys now, are they? Goldberg and Edge. Will Stone Cold uh, come back? Yeah, Stone Cold's back for this WrestleMania. Is he really? So <laughs> all,
1: all of the, all three of those people now fifty. Um, the Rock is
2: the Rock coming back?
1: No, Rock's not coming back, but he's uh his cousin, his current WWE champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. His cousin. His cousin, oh, his cousin. is a fucking. I like, love. I love how He's people, a legit wrestler.
2: I love how show business people unknowingly perpetuate stereotypes because he's Rocky the Pacific Islander. No, no, it's fine. My cousin's gonna take care of it, mate. <laughs> he's got cousin. My cousin bro. My cousin bro. He's gonna fucking take yeah. care, mate. It's fine. Don't worry about it, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro, you want to be the wrestling champion, bro? Hey, Hey, I've got a fucking... Look, man, I'm going to be in Hollywood. I'm going to be doing a movie, but my fucking cousin, bro, he's a good man. He'll fucking take care of the shit, mate. Nice, Gary! Fucking Rocky installing his cousin. (laughs) Cuzzy bro is going to take care of the WWE. I love it. Taking care of business. Taking care
1: of Uh, business. The point was, I was watching this doco throughout the week about the history of WrestleMania, Hmm. and I forgot Donald Trump was in WrestleMania like 15 years ago.
2: Yeah. And back then, he beat up Vince McMahon, did he not? Shaved his head. Shaved his head. (laughs)
1: It was a hair versus hair match. Either Donald had to shave his head or Vince McMahon did. Which shows so,
2: either, which shows one of two things, Greeno. Either Vince McMahon is an incredibly good sport, or Vince McMahon will literally humiliate himself for money. Like, so which right.
1: one is it? The, the latter. <laughs> um, but everyone's in there going, "We love Donald." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And but this this doc I was watching was recorded like ten years ago, so it was funny how all the kind of like. Thoughts and processes had changed mm. historically as years gone by. To get back to your, your Trump point, once mm. again, we've wasted a whole other segment, distracted, and haven't even started the show yet. Oh, good.
2: The show would should technically be over now because we've been going for about an hour. So well, know,
1: our show hasn't gone for an hour since we were, we we're recording in your house, and you <sighs> had to do, we had to do a hard hour
2: because yeah. you had to go to work. Had to go to work. So I, straight. I'd rock
1: up or. after my job, go to your your studio. we oh, You're not even in.
2: Give me credit, Greeno. You're not even including all those years where I would rock up at the actual radio station studio in my uh, work, no. in my work yeah. uniform, <laughs> in my fucking, believe it or not, folks, yeah. in my work uniform, and then immediately after the show, I'd be like, all right, see ya, and then go and work like a 14-hour shift or something. 14-hour shift, correct. So those were the good old days, Greeno. Nice, so- now we now hour. we only have to now we only have to phone it in, and I'm I'm not going anywhere. No, we've got <laughs> I nothing got nothing to do. to do. We may as well so we, hold up. We waste package. an hour and a half to two hours of people's time every Friday night. That's right. But now we're wasting it the proper way, talking about bullshit. Uh, <laughs> can we shit. can we have a look at like just continue on with this thing here?
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I love that Shack is there, and I I was asking before Greeno, do we we don't do the roasts anymore because they're too risque? Are they or is that? Why? I think it's
1: just a tired format. It's not funny it's just anymore. Stale. There's only so many of these like roast jokes you can make. Well, like, well,
2: hang on. Is it not funny because you know it's not socially acceptable to to make the kinds of jokes anymore? Like, for I I think of one. That, I just
1: think it's not funny.
2: Well, I don't know because yeah, but comedians don't take risks anymore either. You know what I mean? Some do. roast you a roast like- a roast should be understood as like. It's a green light to attack everything, you know. it's I everything, mean, yeah, exactly. Every sacred cow. But I just wonder if comedy has sunk so low these days and comedians are so afraid that, you know, it's just the reason it's not a thing anymore, it's because, well, how can they possibly get up there and make, you know, very, 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 very offensive personal jokes about people without there being a shit sort. The sponsors don't want to... The carriers don't want it. It's not worth the outrage. They'll, it'll cost them money because of the fucking Twitter mobs. Like, it's not worth it. So they just don't do it anymore. I tend to think it's a bit of that. And comedians have lost their balls too.
1: Honestly, like, you make a very fair point. I was talking with the uh, the wife last night. And for, for years, like for a long fucking time, one of my dreams has been to go and uh, spend – the entire time of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival just down in Melbourne and just fucking watch as many, as -hmm. many shows as I can. Right. Like just being, I think it goes for two, three weeks, just fucking in three weeks in Melbourne, and just do nothing but hit comedy shows every night, and just not get like yourself a little,
2: Get yourself a little room near the laneway yeah. somewhere, and you know, yeah. just go That's around the nice little food. haunts in alleyways.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not, not some nice food. Have, uh, just fucking go watch some comedy for, for a couple of like every single night. Uh, during the day, When If there's an early show, we we'll smash out a lot of comedy. Yep. But I was, I said, I'm like, look, I, I still want to do this, but I'm like. I don't find com- comedians funny anymore. <laughs> like, it's it brilliant. sounds really weird. Yeah. Like, do you remember the, when the uh, International Comedy Festival, they'd show like the is the Oxfam um, festival where it's like everyone gets like a four-minute slot and they used to put it on Channel 10 or yeah, Channel 7. Yeah, it's a bit,
2: bit like Just for Laughs.
1: Yeah, it, 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 that was basically what it was. Yeah, for um, the fundraiser, and, yeah. And that used to be the best thing. I remember I used to tape it on VHS. I'd sit back and watch it for years on end because it was fucking hysterical. It was like the best of the best. Comedians would come out and they'd smash it. I watched 10 minutes of it last night. It's garbage. And, and I was like, oh, my. I didn't even, like, chuckle I know. at any point. And I'm like, if this is the best of the best, I'm not going to fucking waste three weeks in Melbourne watching a comedy festival if this is what they consider funny. Uh, it, it, comedy has just been... I don't know. For me, anyway, it's been rude. Maybe I'm just old and no, no, and
2: you're not. I don't no. know if I find it funny anymore. But no, no, like, no you're not. You know. It's not. It's not like that because the culture has shifted so far from. It's different. It's not like the you know the music thing is often used as an example for you know generation like gaps. Doesn't right?
1: like your new music. Correct.
2: Exactly. But I don't think that's the. I don't think that rule applies to comedy because comedy is always like an indicator of how far willing people are willing to go. In yeah. terms of like pushing the limits of what's okay, and yeah. you know, I know it sounds like a wanky thing to say, but it's kind of true. You know, like the comedian, the comedians have to have the guts to, you know, make take the take the risks and say the lines that pop into their heads. Otherwise, the minute they start self centering then they're, you know, they're they're, they're kind of like. They're dummy crashing their art into a fucking wall, if that makes it, Like, the minute you think about it, it's already over, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah,
1: they, they, they're self-editing. The things that you would normally have to fight for in a movie where you're like, the censor's trying to stop me from saying what I wrote in a script is a funny line. Right. Is what is happening in comedy. Yeah. Where... Because stand up comedy used to be the bastion of say whatever the fuck you want. At stand up comedy. You guys are getting paid like a door fee and shit. Yeah. Say whatever you want. Noah. Now there's the internet and there's outrage culture, et cetera, et cetera. And it's kind of ruined that aspect where things that historically may have been funny. It's like, well, we can't say that because that might offend, you know, X percent, X percentage of this thing. Well, was the line funny? Yes.
2: Well, fucking just say the line. Like. Right. Well, and see, so. The culture has shifted so far, though, that it's restricted our langu- the language of comedy now because you and I often make jokes about Eddie Murphy comedy in the 80s, faggots and used- niggers, niggers and faggots. Faggots and niggers,
0: niggers and faggots,
2: yeah. Right? That, was, that was his whole act was, you know, niggers and faggots, faggots and niggers, dick-sucking-faggots, fucking niggers. Like, that was his act, right? Yeah. And, you know, now it's just it cannot be that way. It's not allowed to be that way. And so... The funniest people I've always found, and maybe this is just me, I've always found the funniest people in a in a stand-up comedy sense are the ones who are the most natural. Like they're just yeah, naturally funny people and they're not necessarily doing an act. You know I 100% mean?
1: agree. But the thing with Eddie Murphy is th- what made him funny wasn't the fact he was saying faggots and niggas, niggas and faggots. No. It, w- it was the story that happened to use those
2: words. Yeah, definitely. Like, sure, definitely. But it was it- – the, the attitude and the flair is all part of of, of Yeah, it was the bravado, it
1: was like it was just an yes. a, an version of like, hey man, me and my fucking bro rugged in and this fucking nigga was here and I "I of like fucking get get away from me. Like that is what right that was a natural conversation that happened yes. in the eighth. Yeah, that's Whereas right. Whereas now you can't have a natural conversation because exactly. like, we can't say that word, we can't do this, we can't say that
2: Exactly. So how can you be funny like you used to be if the language that you're using as a comedian is not as, you know, it's not as uh, expansive as it used to be.
1: Like, I, I think you can still be fucking funny and, and have clean jokes. Oh, of course. Um, there are but, comedians
2: uh, there, but they're, I think even special, they're special comedians who are funny and clean, you know, like I people bag Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, I, I went clean. to one of his, he's always been clean. I, I went yeah. to one of his live gigs. I've told you the story many times, Green, and I, I thought I was going to die laughing. There's like a 10,000 crowd uh in this stadium like it was waves of like hysterical laughter he kept everyone it was laughing Oak, constant tears ribs sore fucking jaw from laughing for 90 yeah. straight minutes he was yeah. fucking hilarious and not not once did he mention politics because nah. this was in the yeah, trump politics, era. No swear words. Nah, didn't mention fucking nah, politics it was, it
1: was at pre, all it was pre-trump it,
2: pre it was so uh, refreshing
1: No, no, but it was
2: was right on – no, 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 Green, it was right on the edge. It was at the time when all the news was like, fucking politics, Trump is a Nazi. That was all happening, and I remember saying to my wife on the night, like, Oh Christ! I hope he doesn't fucking talk about politics and shit. I hope he doesn't. He never does. He yeah. never does. He never does. And he, you know, he didn't. And he didn't have to. He didn't. He didn't even fucking swear, you know. But again, that's he. That's he. Probably swears a lot. I don't know. But he, oh, Jerry, Seinfeld, all, Larry, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld doesn't does act though, you know. No, he does. He does. He does comedy. Yeah, he does a comedy, comedy. act. He's a, he's, do, an school, he's an old school. He's an old school pro. Like he's that's yeah. his routine. That's his shtick. That's his persona. That's what he does. Whereas, like an Eddie thing, Murphy funny, funny is funny, funny because he's yeah. just funny. Mm. Eddie's funny because he's just funny. He Eddie's funny just talking. You know. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't have to do an act or anything. But again, like you can't it's have these sense natural Eddie comedians. Yes, part exactly. of his natural
1: conversation. Whereas I think for the most part, Jerry Seinfeld. You watch him in that comedians having car uh, comedians cars having coffee. His yeah. natural conversation is not bags and niggas niggas bags. No. It's He's just—he's witty. He's—he's he's very charming. Yeah. Uh, he like—he can be like, "No, nah, man, you're a fucking idiot." Like, yeah. there's a lot of those episodes where he's like, "No," like it's just real cold, like sort of thing. Yeah. he's not trying—he's not trying to appease anyone. No. That's just his, his general personality. Like Jerry Seinfeld as a person, he could be uh, construed in the current environment, is like a creep because he dates a lot of fucking younger women, right? Didn't he marry a girl like 30, 40 years younger? Like really fucking young, uh, he, young he, chick. I
2: remember he dated a, a chick um, when she was quite young, but then I think he's been married for a while and he's got He has, but,
1: but like his wife, yeah, quite, quite young. Okay. But once again, no, there's nothing I don't, nothing I don't really
2: get into the personal lives. Now, that's the thing. There's nothing stuff.
1: There's yeah. wrong with that, right? Yeah. But in, in today's day and age... That would paint Jerry Seinfeld as a bad guy, probably. Even though he doesn't say anything overly offensive, but it's like, oh, Jerry the creep, only days younger, like fucking. Oh yeah, welcome to Hollywood. Like that's how fucking life works. You
2: know. I, mean? I, I take a similar attitude when people, because there's always there's always something bad about anybody you like, right? No one is <laughs> so,
1: fucking perfect. Like we can pick. You're 100 right, sir. So you uh, you I, know, it, it doesn't matter ben, who you, you say. Away.
2: But especially on the internet, it doesn't matter who you talk about. Like, let's just say you love fucking Tim Tebow, Greener. Yeah. Trust me, there's millions of people who are going to attack you for loving fucking, Tim Tebow. Fucking, no, fuck him. He's you like, yeah, what, he he like, like Tim, you fucking maniac. It I doesn't matter who football. you There's always someone. It hasn't been good since the Gators. Like, <laughs> that's
3: it. Now they're off. That's
2: it. So it doesn't matter who you like. Trust me, there's millions of people who don't everyone like him. Everyone hates everyone. Like, that's everyone fucking hates like, Everyone hates everyone. That's 100%. a
3: nice character. Nice Gary.
2: Everyone hates everyone is a beautiful attitude. Uh, it's how life works, unfortunately. Should we watch a bit of this? Because I, I, I really want to this watch this. We
1: started literally fucking 31 minutes ago.
2: Yeah. So Jamie Foxx savaging uh, this Doug Williams guy. In a
1: have, because, uh, I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Have we literally <laughs> done 31 minutes of this segment without starting the segment yet?
2: Yeah. Well, we do have Shaq on the screen, though. So.
1: We, we paused on Shaq, but we've done 31 minutes of nothing that has relation to a show. No. And we still haven't got to the start of the segment.
2: This is the best show we've ever done, Greeno. I, I am your, I am your conscience. I am your conscience. Harry, hey, the fuck up with the rundown. Yeah. Let's get to the next fucking segment. Yeah. No, fuck, no, fuck the rundown. No. We can no, end like it now it. if you want. I don't care. No. We've, we've done a show. We've done over an hour. Fuck that. We no. got to get out of this rundown mentality, no, like- Greeno. It's old school. We haven't Greeno, even started the rundown, sir. Greeno, rundowns is old school. It's radio like thinking. You've got to break out uh, of that fucking prison, my man. It's, <laughs> this is the what internet. Is- you don't do a fucking rundown, it's not a radio is- show.
1: We've been going for an hour. <laughs> we're still at point 0.1. know. No, yeah, it, it doesn't
5: matter. It doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> but you saying, oh, I need to just, just fucking stop worrying about the in. I'd never worry about the rundown. We never get through it. Okay. But i like to have it there as a backup. Anyway, let's look at this.
2: Okay. I, am I am your conscience. Let's your fucking conscience. play the clip. You know what's funny? I don't want to interrupt the clip, Garino, but <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny about the clip?
1: Come on a- Are you doing a show tomorrow?
2: Uh, yeah, I will, yeah. I'm
1: going to fucking come on your show and
2: I'm just going to sit there and fucking interrupt. You want to come up. on? I'll have you on. I want you, I really I want yeah, you I to come on my show. We'll have fun. I've got good stories. I've got stories about that we can't wait to stick needles into literal newborns.
1: <laughs> I saw that. COVID okay. stories. I what, know. What, oh, what time you going out It depends when I'm back. I get, I get shit through in the morning. I'll be on at, at 9
2: a.m. And I'm only doing, like, a two-hour thing. But if you get in uh, at, like, 10, you can jump on at 10 if you want. i might jump on. I'll see how I go. All if right. I get back, I'll, I'll jump on. All right. Text me. Let me know where you're at. And then I'll, I'll, I'll jump in Discord and you can jump on. You know, my All favorite right. story I, I saw last week, Greener, was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar accusing Will Smith of perpetuating black stereotypes.
3: <laughs> See that? I saw that. I right, liked it. If I liked it, and knew it. I would have seen it.
2: Greeno, I liked it and retweeted it, and swear to God, at least like half a dozen people instantly unfollowed me because I, I love <laughs> yes. doing shit like because they That's think i See, I'm when I do shit like I'm retweeting it so you see it, like you know. Yeah. So if you you happen to have a Twitter account and you you know I don't know if you follow that or not, you might yeah. see it and get a laugh. I got a kick out of it. I got a laugh yeah. out of it. You know, That's read between, I mean. between the, read the lines, the guys. guys. Like funny, yeah. That's right. Yeah, read between the fucking lines, you know. Huh. And so, but people are like, oh fuck, he must be a fa- he must fucking love Will Smith. I was like, I don't know what <laughs> you people are angry at anymore.
3: No, <laughs> you know what I mean.
6: People are fucking nuts <laughs> out there.
2: So yeah, I, I thought it was nice because know, yeah, Will. Let's be honest here, you, Greeno. You know, we're not perpetuating any stereotypes. We love Shaq. and this is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's advice, not mine. But you know, Will Smith you know he did have a black guy moment didn't he, <laughs> he you know he he lashed out physically when somebody hurt his feelings and basically like, don't touch my fucking woman. <laughs> you know, he had a black guy
3: uh, moment. Nice Gary. That said though, happens it, to
2: all it, of us. Don't worry He about did
1: it. it in the whitest possible black guy way. <laughs> <laughs> he did. That's a nice
2: Gary thing. Nice it Gary. was a very white, white guy. It was a white guy, guy friendly guy black no. guy no. moment. <laughs> like it's a, it's white black guy
1: kind of mix. Like, it,
2: I I it was the kind of black guy moment a white guy can invent Himself having
1: exactly. <laughs> hey, I would have gone up and slapped him. Like yeah, I would have. Yeah, God, but the real fucking asshole. What game
5: out your fucking mouth?
1: Like, there would have been fucking Glocks involved if, in theory, uh, you know, we would have seen the, the brothers come in, yeah, like, yes. shit, could have, shit could have got fucking real, man. Uh, but we'll just gone. on yeah, a bit of a bitch,
2: slap. Jim, uh, Jim Greeno, Jim in the chat saying, you guys are perpetuating Australian stereotypes. Nice, what are we perpetuating? What are we perpetuating there, Jim? Yeah. I'm intrigued. Give us a stereotype, like, Jim. What are you thinking about? Boganish. A bit mm-hmm. Boganish. Yep. I'll pay that. That's fair enough. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, tell us more about these Australian stereotypes. Because we're confident. Yeah. we yeah. right. uh, yeah, That's enough. All right, let's uh, have a know, look at this just, Jamie Foxx I, thing. Yeah. I because just before we I get have, to the video group, I,
1: I could have fucking quoted the whole video by now. Yeah. And moved on from this clip.
2: What's not Playing about? Shit. It's not about ticking things we off. thirty-five minutes. Now we've got to tick shit off,
1: mate. It's budget. No, no, no. no. We're
2: not. We're not we ticking anything tick off. off. We're not ticking anything <laughs> off. We're enjoying the fucking ride, Greeno. That's what it's Dad, about. budget.
6: That's what makes it a now, good out. show.
2: A good show is about enjoying the fucking cool. ride. Okay, we're not here. We're not actioning items. Okay. We're not ticking things off, we're just enjoying it's end, the ride. It's
1: end of month, so it's end of the first quarter. We've got to fucking we got to progress.
2: You, you know, know, just Green, I was just thinking do. just before we get to the clip that Shaq is a fucking funny motherfucker, I think. I love I reckon- Shaq. Yeah, I love Shaq. Shaq doesn't give a fuck. He says what he thinks. Is he, is, didn't he? he he's been in the shit heaps of times on ESPN for just saying stuff. You no, know? you're thinking of Sir Chuck. No, Charles has done it as well. Shaq's in a similar vein. Shaq doesn't care. He said shit before. Sha-
1: no, Shaq is kind of like the, uh, the mini me of Sir Chuck when it comes to those. He, he occasionally says something. He says something stupid, not like honest, if you know what I mean. Like, Shaq's not a fucking very intelligent dude. He's a, he's a, he's a big bastard. No, but, but he's, at the same a, time-
2: he's a nice guy, though. He's a charming guy. I don't think he's dishonest. I think he's, you know, he might be a bit dull. But, he's um, a bit
1: dull. That's the problem. He says things he's a nice like-
2: guy, though. I like him. You don't like, you don't like Shaq? That's what? Uh, I never knew that. No,
1: it's not that like I don't like Shaq. I don't like him as a commentator. Hmm. I think because he's, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a yeah. Have you seen the ads he
2: does for SportsBet?
1: Greg? Yeah, I've, I've seen fucking all the ads. SportsBet or what's the. No, it's not SportsBet, it's uh, Nads, I think. What is it? Neds, Nads, Nads. It's one of the fucking like shonky uh, gambling companies. Shaq will promote, look up Shaq endorsements. The fucker has like endorsements out the ass. Oh, he yeah, he's like crusty the clown. Yeah, like he's literally—he's the basketball version of Crusty. You are 100% right. Give yourself a nice Gary for that joke. Oh, that, that deserved more credit than me talking over the top of it because he is Crusty the, Krusty, the Clown of NBA. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, we're talking Crusty. <laughs> like, we <need>
2: <laughs> the Crusty the, the, the Clown, the Crusty the Clown, home pregnancy test. Greeno was one of them. <laughs> All right, he's a bit of Shaq. Here's a bit of Shaq's work. <laughs> here's a bit of Shaq's work in the Australian market. Now, what you have to understand, my American brothers and sisters, and Greeno and BE is in the chat, Greeno. Points bet, Greeno. Uh, BE's a fucking no, jet, Greeno. Sorry. BE's a fucking
1: jet. Nice, no, B-A, uh, I paid no points attention. I'm doing this point in the show. How are we traveling with the Panthers multi, sir? Put it in the chat.
2: Let us know how you're going with the Panthers multi. Yeah. Um. So points bet. So this is Shaq, some Summer Shaq's finest work, advertising. Now, what you have to understand for our American brothers and sisters, Greeno, is the the, the gambling market is a it's a hot market in Australia, and it always it's a hot band. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Gam- like once again the convict nature
2: of our oh, of our yeah. country yep.
1: is like fucking. We want to piss away some money. How quickly yeah. can we hey, do look, it?
2: You guys might have guns. You might, you guys might have guns, Greeno. They the Americans might have guns, but they still like prostitution is still legal and they still ban gambling and shit. It's like, yeah. hang on a minute. What are you doing? What the fuck? Fucking back shit up. Like, right. you can't, get, can't put down pussy in a bet. Like, it's fucking it's no good. That's like, right. It, Look, in this country, we can fuck a hooker and place a bet. Uh, the only thing we can't do is shoot her, greener. And, you know.
1: Yeah. Nice. I think, like, in the logical scheme of life, I think we've got the best of the ideas
2: here.
1: <laughs> I'd rather put the gun down, get the pussy and have a bet Although, than vice versa.
2: Don't you think we should recycle out the old hookers, though, Ah, uh,
1: There's different ways
2: to do so. so oh, okay. So we don't right. have to shoot them. No, we don't have to shoot them. Right. We can find other ways. So we'll be all good. All right. Here's Shaq, um, the man, the monster, the myth, the man, the legend. Let's have a look. This is an ad Ever for... Ever since
4: I've Sports retired Bird. from basketball, I've never been busier.
2: Because you
4: got 400 ads for it. a lot you can do. Now,
2: that that chick there is Spiranovich, I think her name is. Now, uh, she Paige. does. Paige, what is it? Uh, Paige Sp- Spirit, yeah. Something like that. that. Maybe not yeah. Spiranovich, but something similar to it. She's got a Yugoslav name, <laughs> Um, So, she does all of the points bet, like little promo tweets that they send out, like all of the little videos. Paige Spirinak. Spiranak. Okay. Paige Spiranak. She seems like a good sport because she's done like Howard Stern level of points bet (laughs) promos where shit like where how many hot dogs can I eat in 90 seconds?
3: Nice.
1: Here's a bit of backstory about Paige Spirinak. right? She's actually a fucking very talented women's golfer. Oh, right. she's, She's like top 10 in the world. If if the playing field was level. Yep. Now, what actually happened is she uh, she was revolted against by the LPGA because of her assets. And they're like, hang on, we what? don't want someone, like, we don't want someone too, like this. She's
2: too hot. Is
1: well, basically, was, she, she exposed, like, she gets her boobs out to promote like herself ah, and, and the sport. Right. And so then the LPGA got all offended by that. And that became a problem for them. Ah. So then, points bet hired her. And now she's got one of the most popular Twitter accounts and Fuck points back, but no, she sits there, and you're right, she does like those, like she she plays on her looks. Yeah. Um, she's fucking an amazing golfer. But, but in a know, funny in way,
2: life. like that's what I mean. Like it's it's a, mm. it's like Howard Stern level of like cheesiness. Exactly. Like she's I, I, I hey guys, I'm gonna eat these hot dogs and then we're gonna yeah. talk about what you should put your money on, you know. No. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I did I did so not know honor. the backstory. Yeah, fucking yeah. on could. And so what the L el- the uh, you know the ladies' golf tour basically treating her like a what a black person in the fifties Greeno, you know pretty much,
1: yeah. It's like, well, this chick's too hot for golf. Yeah. So we, we'll we don't want to cover up. Because- we
2: want you to cover up. So it's modest. kind of like the Anna
1: Gornikova yeah. uh method of like tennis, where it's mm. like you know, every, pretty much all female women's tennis players are like a six, yep. but then Anna comes along and she's like a nine. Yeah. Uh Similar with LPGA, they're more like threes and fours. Well, was, Anna, was well. Anna
2: a nine or was she a nine compared to the sixes? Well, she's a nine in general. Okay, oh, So you reckon a nine outside of tennis, Anna was a nine? Yeah. That's high praise of Anna. Yeah, she's eight, she's eight or nine. It's to... Part of me thinks that she was only the hot tennis player because tennis players at the time yeah. were fucking – you know, Lindsay Davenport and Martina Navratilova.
1: Yeah, the same, like yeah, they were more around the four or five. Some of the LPGA, whereas Spiering was is literally like she's a nine or ten, regardless mm. of fucking comparatives. Yeah. So they were kind of a little bit put off by that. Is, is my theory. Um, so they didn't like it, but yeah, she's fucking she's a good tennis player. Well,
2: you know, I, oh, Gear, I guess I my apologies. Well, you know what? I'm probably I'm probably being a bit hypocritical because you know, for example, like Test cricket. I'm I'm of them like I'm a traditionalist when it comes to test cricket. I like the traditions. I don't like the cameras being in the dressing rooms and shit or just following around or same with the football. I don't like the the you know the modern take on, you know, content and stuff. I liked yeah. it better when we didn't know what every fucking player was doing Monday to Friday. I don't care. Go yeah. out there, get drunk, fuck your brains out. I don't care, man. Just play good footy on the weekend. That's all I care about, you know? Yeah. And similar with other people. So yeah, I feel like a bit of a hypocrite because let's say that somebody was pissing on the traditions of like test cricket. Would I be somebody who would be like, kick them out of the game, get them out of the game, they're ruining the sport. Or would I be somebody who thinks, ah, well, they're just expressing themselves and fuck tradition because maybe I'm not so emotionally invested in ladies golf and I'll put my hand on my heart and admit I'm fucking not. (laughs) I don't really care about ladies golf, but were, were the LPGA, you know, Taking the you know, devil's advocate view here. Were they protecting, you know, the 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 tradition of their sport or so or the integrity of their sport? Is that what they thought they were doing? Or
1: no, I just think a whole bunch of the chicks on the tour were pissed off and they were like, uh, no, fuck it, let's just uh, treat her poorly. Um she still plays, like
2: Okay. Does she win? Still stuff? Uh
1: let's have a look here.
2: Green oat, green oat. Penrith got up. Nice. They covered, it, okay. covered the spread, Greener. Excellent. Well, this is a little, nice little fucking story time. So, How much did you oh. have on that one, on that multi? Well, it's not about that. So, uh, <laughs> quick story time, okay. hit the button. Little
1: story. I like stories about pinatas. So, uh, myself, uh, the uh, Unity Day Troy hmm. and uh, the Earth Reporter i hmm. have got, like, this little bet with mates account, right? Hmm. Don't fucking bet a huge amount. We chipped in 50 and we were kind of like, we chipped in 10 bucks. Put on some random bets and hope for the best. More a bit of a social thing, a bit of fun and, and bullshit bullshit about sport, right? Nice. So we have sucked for fucking so long. But we've had nothing but brutal losses. So all the bets we put on, like it's like one leg losses where the, the losing leg is a buck twelve.
2: Oh shit.
1: So and that has happened. I shit you not, like thirty times. Yeah,
2: but that's the shit that mentally fucks with you because the next time you go to lock in a dollar twelve lock, and it mm. should be because most, you know, eighty-eight percent of the time that dollar twelve is going to win. You know, correct. So you should be locking in that fucking dollar twelve as your safety multi builder to get your odds yeah. up. I like it; those increment fucking favorites as well. Like, just throw a couple of favorites in there just to build it up another kind of build you, it know, up. Yeah, you, do, right? you know point three point five. You know.
1: Like, don't go fucking too crazy. We're not trying to, like, no. make, make a billion. We're just trying to make enough money to cover the next few bets, and, you know, yeah. you build up, you win a few in a row, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, we've been doing this for, how are we doing this for BE? About eight months now. This, with that Penrith win, that is the first So what we do is we rotate the bets. So one person bets each day, mm-hmm. and we put 10 bucks on, and we, we hope for the best. This is the first time in about nine months that we've won three straight bets. So we've had. <laughs> nice, Gary tried me myself all finally win. Now with that said, my win today, I, I I split my money. So I had like a bet that was paying a bit more for 5 bucks and then I was paying a safety bet which was still going to make our money back in a small profit.
2: Yes.
1: Uh as the second bet. Now we lost the first bet, your little
2: safety bet, you know, your little, <laughs> your little the banker. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have a little banker riding in the background, you know, parlay it a little bit. spread Exactly.
1: Just so we still make some money, don't lose our original investment. So Penrith was our safety bet. That and two other legs was our safety bet. So we still won like three bucks for the day. But the original one lost because a uh, a buck-twelve Philly lost to Detroit, who's only won like 10 games in the NBA. Oh, fuck. But we won three in a row. So, fucking happy days. Let's give the fucking bet with mates a nice Gary. Nice Gary. Because we've go got three Gary! wins in a row, which has never happened, and we'll go back to our losing ways next week.
2: Okay. Well, speaking of losing ways and betting, here's Shaq's commercial for a points bet.
4: Ever since I've retired from basketball, I've never been busier.
2: Right, uh, could you pause this for a moment? Yeah, please. Do you want to interrupt the video? Or? I just want to interrupt the video. Now, quicker uh,
1: back. Now, uh, I just want to make sure with what's happening in the NFL, uh, did we check that Shaq's massage was consensual?
2: <laughs> Is or anything – here's a question for you. Is anything with Shaq consensual? <laughs> or, does, <laughs> or does Shaq just tell you what he wants? I mean, you know, I mean, look. Look at little Paige here. <laughs> now, Shaq <laughs> – now, if Shaq, if Shaq wanted to, if Shaq wanted to, you know, go deep on a par five, say Greeno,
6: yeah,
2: <laughs> okay, and yeah. then and then once he was and then once he was, you know, on the on the short stuff, try out his short game, hoping like, for a hole in one, hoping for a hole, or at least to tickle the edge if you can get that close, Greeno. <laughs> yeah. let's just say now, would Paige be in a position here to refuse him, like? You know, let's be honest. He is seven foot tall.
3: Nice, Gary.
2: Okay. So I think she might be in a little bit of trouble. But anyway. So you're saying, like, let's put it out there.
1: If if Shaq, per se, was worried his uh, his ball was going to end up in the wet.
2: Mm, Yes. (laughs) Well, Could there be issues involved, potentially? There could potentially be issues, Greeno. Of course, you know, if you do retrieve a ball from the wet. You have to understand well, them. You may have to pay. Good. There might be a penalty. Might be a penalty, and that's potentially
1: what uh, him and Deshaun Watson could be facing yeah. if there's inappropriate. And also
3: you might could get be a dropped. Penalty, Greeno <laughs> inappropriate uh,
1: dropping of the ball.
2: Correct. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's
1: scary.
3: Nice, Gary. Uh,
2: would you polish your the head of your club before you before you lay the boot in, or?
3: uh look
1: it's probably good to have a cover mm. uh j- just for uh, uh for the like the traditions yeah of golf gotta to, got to cover your woods
2: yeah that's right yeah we can't we, i mean we've got to protect and tradition is everything isn't it when it comes mm. to sport greener it's very great modern.
1: yeah Are we still in segment yeah. two?
2: yeah well here's here's shaq grooming a dog incidentally. <laughs> But notice I, notice the I, horse I racing am your, on the television I am conscience.
1: <laughs> are we still doing this segment <laughs> Oh, yeah
2: we're, we're still doing that segment too so notice in the in the corner here Greeno uh, the horse racing on television which is a nice touch isn't it for this for the points bet app so.
4: you can do in a few seconds even with just one hand 350r bomb. And I just loaded up on the pies today. I just backed the one
1: dog in the next adapter.
2: Look. He will do anything for a dollar, won't he? He would do anything.
1: Oh, I'm in during the next ad break. Ironically, I'm going to look up all Are we of that. I uh, uh, we should probably take one at some point. We have been going for an hour and a half. All right, we can take uh, one. Well, let's take a break, and we'll come back with all the chassis. Well, we don't have
2: to take it now. We can take it whenever you want. I'm not saying now,
1: but I'm saying like Shaq's endorsement list.
2: Yeah. Let's,
1: let's do uh Shaq's endorsement list.
2: Shaq's endorsement <laughs> list yes, <laughs> top. Hey, wait, Here's it's the a fucking long si- list. Let's no, be honest, wait, man. No, here's the
1: thing the top, top 50 Shaq endorsements, which means he's got top more than 50. Five.
2: Oh my god,
1: this is back in 2015. Uh, we'll, we'll, oh, we'll now, we Oh, can you it? imagine right. how
2: bad it is in 2022? <laughs> how many uh, endorsements he's-, he's had from since 20. 20- 2015 did you say holy shit
1: 2015, all right, let's have a look here all right so this is literally i'm gonna I'm gonna rapid fire this fucker okay this is in 2015 this is his top 50 so this is not limited to what he's got this is just the 50 best and what Shaq endorsed <laughs> in 2015. Best,
2: the top 50,
3: okay.
1: That's yeah, all right, I'm going to rattle off quickly. Sleep apnea mask, 50. 49, power balance bracelet. 48, I- IGO headphones. 47, sugar su- uh, Suster sugar substitute. 46, quick sticks glucose. 45, snap Snap app app. Uh, 44, Apollo jets. Uh. 43, insulin diet strips. 42, Okay,
2: Shacki okay, album. okay. You know what, Green, I'm going to stop you there. That's enough.
3: Nice, Gary.
2: I, we 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 all we collectively cannot sit through fifty of them. <laughs> okay, so you it's got boring. you got eight. You got eight out. I think that's yeah. enough. Okay, we get the point. Yeah. No, like 30, <laughs> 30,
1: Muscle Milk. Uh, muscle, what milk. Else muscle Milk. Muscle uh, Milk. No, no, it's boring. Dove for men at twenty four. What for uh, men? Dove for men. Dove so like,
2: for like so. You know, like
1: the female deodorant. Uh. Yeah, he's got it for men. He's, he's a big fan of vitamin water. Mm. Uh, he's got his own vodka. Shackfu, apparently is a brand. Uh, there's, and then Burger King.
2: You know who yeah. I, you know who I would really like to meet, Greeno. I would love to meet the guy who thought. Well, I assume it's a guy. Maybe it's not. Maybe that's my own bias creeping in. But I would like to meet the person who came up with the idea of marketing men's razor blades like women's razor blades, because I think that would be one of the smartest people in the world. That dude's a fucking genius. He's Cause I, genius. Use razor, I, uh, yeah. I use women's razor blades. It's a skinhead.
1: I use women's razor You got me on to it. You're well, like, no,
2: no, no, no. We'll see. No, that's no, that's not the same thing. So what uh, are different? Oh no! Yeah, you know, I've been using the women's razors to shave my head for fucking twenty years, and the reason being insane, is, like- yeah. Well, no, th- what I'm talking about is the way they advertise men's razors. Oh, okay. They treat them like, and they have like a range of men's razors now. now. Men don't need a range, you know what I mean? Men will just buy the cheap thing in the big bag, and or you know, men will just they'll get used to something, and that's what they'll use, right? Whereas women are much more prone to like picking the thing that feels better and works okay. best, whereas men we're loyal to a we're loyal to a thing just because that's what we've always used. That's the yeah. way we kind of address it. So I've I've been using the women's razors for shaving my head for fucking twenty years because they got have, it. well it's they genius. have better quality steel in them. Because better
1: quality steel and better lubricant. For better the lubricant, fucking that's bone. right, because it's, yeah. for,
2: it's for your legs in your vag, right? Well, I, I first shaved
1: my dome with like a, a men's like triple blade. You tore the shit out of you, didn't it? Tore the fucking shit out of my exactly. head. You're like, great, you got to do it. You got to do it with like a, a women's razor. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, yeah. you am like, try it and get back to me. And I tried it once. I'm like, mate, you're a fucking genius. I know.
2: You're not the first. You're not the only one that I've converted to the women's razor, Greeno. Trust Dude. me. It's a real thing, guy. Guys, if you're out there, if you're not shaving with the women's razor, you're a fucking idiot. You're doing it wrong. I know. It's ridiculous. Smooth as fuck. That's right. But instead, they're going to sell you the subpar, shitty quality men's razor, but pretend like it's a women's one by saying you can look fresh.
1: No man, it's not fucking. (laughs) You're as soft as a fucking women's razor. Like, hack
6: up
2: your head,
1: fucking use a men's razor, and pay double the price. That's right. Use your brain, use the woman's razor and fucking go
2: nuts. That's it. And then you can, and then why, I don't, I wouldn't go so far as to share razors. Are you a share razor guy? No, No, I have my own separate stuff. i got
1: my own razor. I I buy two separate. I've got my own thing up on the cupboard. The wife's got her own thing in the shop. It's fucking, it's different. They're separate fucking razors. Very separate. Yeah. Yeah. As
2: far away as humanly possible in the bathroom. You can share the same brand, but not the same race. No, yeah, the brand is fine, yeah. but you've got and we've got different colours as well. Like that's, you know, that's right. You have the yellow ones. Sure, I'll have the pink ones.
1: <laughs> just to make sure there's no confusion <laughs> between what's going on between my head and the lady's body. Yep. you have got fucking no mixing up. No, that's right. <laughs> Friday <laughs> like a kid. Oh, it's fucking Shaq just do doing glory glory to South Sydney. Yeah, he did,
2: yeah. I never
4: miss having a bet on Friday night 30. Sunday football. 10 legs same game multi. Da, 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 da.
2: Just You know, I was I cuz I you know, I've been I've pitched I've pitched this to you for years, Green Isle, show a bit just about punting. Yeah. I've, you know, I've constantly pitched this to you like let's just do a show about fucking putting bets on. Like let's just yeah, talk we- about what the like bets, the bad bets bad. we put on, what we thought about it, like the why we put the bet on, uh, you know, like that kind of a show, and then talk about odds and shit and what we're going to bet on next week. I reckon that would be a killer show. But we've we've never done it, but I've been because I've been chipping away at Greeno lose. for all <laughs> these years. But it's not it's not really about losing. I just reckon it it's a fun premise because you're talking about you know victory and defeat and winning and losing and there's. You know, there's adulation and suffering, and but it's all
1: – It's more you know, suffering than but adulation. It's, but it's all done
2: – yeah, but it's all done with a pittance, you know. <laughs> Put a $10 bet on and we'll, I'll talk about it. It was like, well, I thought <laughs> I thought this guy, you know, he was going to have a good game, but then he didn't. You know, I just – I reckon yeah. it's a killer idea. But anyway. You want,
1: to waste, well, you want to waste more people's time than we do on this show already. Oh, yeah. But talking about bets that didn't get up. Bets that didn't why, get up. Why yeah.
2: In poker, they call them in in poker. They call them bad beat screeners. It looks like it doesn't. It look like Shaq's talking to you through a toilet here.
1: I am laughing at that joke. I'm coughing
2: simultaneously. He does look like he's in a toilet.
1: He does look like, like he's in a toilet. Zach is middle. Uh, sorry, Zach. Zach, Zach uh, Shaq is middle of Vom. <laughs> Zach.
2: Zachiel O'Neal. <laughs>
1: he's, he's middle of vom, uh on a Zembuka kind of bender uh, in this particular picture.
2: Yeah. And his
1: eyes are very red, too.
2: Do you reckon he was blunting one up out the front, Greeno? Oh, he's
1: munted at that point. Munted. He's like, let's just, let's just get this out of the way for our... Uh, you know, the, the trick with the Shaq impression, you gotta make sure you don't move the bottom little much muscles. Gotta make sure the bottom lip just covers up the top of it as much as possible. And you just mumble, so it's kind of like a camera impression, but you gotta make it more nonsensical and camera because that's what fucking Shaq does on NBA halftime. Like it's fucking brutal. Mm. He should not be an analyst. Like a great basketball player, terrible fucking commentator. How like? If anyone is buying stuff off Shaq, like the, what do we say? Shaq water and all that whole kind of horseshit. Yes. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> if you, you want to buy shit off this guy, like come on. Like let's, let's fucking use our brains here. Like, oh, fucking Shaq endorses it. No, Shaq endorses it because he gets a big fat paycheck. You're the stupid moron that's paying for Shaq's paycheck.
2: Well, is, po- is, is points bet any good? I've never used them. I don't know. You Never know, yeah, use I've got I got one account. I'm not
1: fucking dealing with multiple accounts. I deal with one and I move on.
2: I oh, look, I've only messed with TAB and Sportsbet, and those are the two. Those are the only That's two nice. that I've bet right. with. You know, uh, because TAB, you like it's like the big regulated one. You know, it's the big approved one. So obviously, yeah. you know, okay, it's like the Medicare version of betting, right? Yeah. Well, everyone's like got access to TAB so <laughs> you just have an account <laughs> you know yeah. even if you don't need one. Yeah. So you know fair enough and then sports bets the one for you know when you look for a little better a little bit more juice cuz TAB doesn't give you as good odds I don't TAB is more for horses and dogs and shit and I don't mm. mess with the animals you know.
1: No, too much too much variables. Uh, I've been on B bee- I've work. been on B's horses all the time and fucking I think I've won like nothing.
2: Uh, oh no, he's but- had he's had a fair few winners. But yeah, yeah. No, he hasn't. When not when you bet on all of them. Oh well, I don't know. I just see, I, <laughs> I, I, I I've tried. I've tried to get into horses and dogs, but it, it's too much work. I can't, I work. I can't follow like the trainers. I can't dogs. follow the horses. Yeah. I can't do it. It's too much.
1: I follow the numbers. Like I try to follow the numbers as best as I can, yeah. but at the same time, like it's just a fucking shoot when it comes to horses. Like. No, not worth the effort.
2: Yeah, the, dog, um, the doggies, the doggies I'll have a bet on, like, because uh, BE said, you know, uh, on the dish liquors, I'll have a bet on the dish liquors, but it, it's going to be if I'm at the pub and I'm just like, oh, I'll just throw 50 on it because I like its name. 50 on it. Jesus, dude. Yeah. Oh,
3: no, if you,
2: no, if you're, no, no. If you're having a night out or something, you know what I mean? Well, it's either that or 50. I'd rather spend 50 on a dog than 50 in the pokies in person. Oh, maybe. no, I
1: wouldn't put 50 in the pokies either.
2: Right. Uh, so no, I'm saying like that. That's when I would bet is if I was like, oh, out, sure okay. I'm out and I'm having a drink. I'm at the pub and they've got the t- yeah. you know the little tab thing at the pub, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, little yeah. window. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll have a I'll have a flutter. I'll, I'll throw fifty on this dog because I like its name. And if it wouldn't places, rather, then the dogs. Wouldn't you spread that fifty though? And
1: go you know, like, oh well, I get twenty five two dollar bets here and fucking. Uh, I would. It
2: yeah, I would, but I wouldn't do it for the dogs. What I'm saying is the only time I would bet on animals like horses and dogs is if I'm at yeah, the pub course. and I'm joking. Yeah. Fuel, and I'm like, you know what, just throw 50 on it. Who can, and it, it's a one time thing, you know. So it'll be like yeah, that one bet, and they're yeah. like, all right, well, that's that's my fucking dog racing done for another year, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like a Melbourne, I Melbourne cup it with horses and yeah. dogs because it's too hard to follow, man. Like, I, I listen every now and then, like on the weekend, I'll throw the radio on, and they have you know, the like horse racing shows and dog racing shows on sports radio that they have, yeah. you know, from time to time, and I'll tune in, they're like. Yeah, well, the, I saw this horse run fucking three weeks ago around Rose Hill and it was good. It come on strong. It's got this good trainer. They're on a training <laughs> regime. I'm like, I'm thinking, where do you guys get this from?
1: This like, <laughs> no, is like, a random bloke who's gone in. You know? Like, he knows fucking nothing. Like, but no, they, nothing no nice? but
2: that's the thing. Like, to be good at, at horse racing gambling, right, you have to be. You literally have to be at the track at five a.m. watching the fucking horses and shit running yeah. around. You know, it's just it's too much. And but you know, even
1: then, like it's still luck of the draw because if someone gets fucking close to the rail and boxed in, yeah. the, the horse is fucked. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like you know, that's why I prefer. This is turning into a fucking massive fitness, uh, betting segment, but as I prefer sport over the over the horses, I feel like there's more more normalcy in in what kind of occurs in a sport compared to, say, a horse race or a dog race,
2: et cetera. Right. And it Um, it lasts longer as well. If you're betting for the experience, then at least a sport lasts longer. Like, I don't begrudge anyone, like, getting involved in horses or betting on horses. I just can't do I can't do it because it's like like tracking too many fucking uh, moving parts. You know, there's mm. too many horses. There's too many trainers. There's too many races. Cool. There's a race every fucking four minutes, Greener.
1: Four minutes, and if you go to shout in, fucking yes. you know, the race every thirty-five seconds. That's like-
2: it. I can't follow something like that intense because I'll have to quit my job. <laughs> you know, I just I'd just do it full time, and I can't well, do that.
1: Wife and I did this thing. Quick story time.
2: <laughs> I like stories about pinatas.
1: About a month and a half back, the wife and I just fucking could not deal with the kids anymore. We're like, we are literally going to fucking lock ourselves in the bedroom. The kids cannot annoy us for like forty-five minutes. Can we're I just
2: interrupt my story for a minute? I like yeah, stories mate. about pinatas. I give you a nice Gary. Nice Gary.
3: Because
2: I like that you offered to lock yourselves in the bedroom, and instead of the children, so nice, Gary. nice Gary. I like, like stories about hours. pinatas. Most, most modern uh, parents would lock the kids in the bedroom, and no, then you know. Were but you're like, rest. no, we'll lock ourselves in the dungeon. You kids they, have the they castle. Can have the room. The rest of the house yeah. like fucking go nuts <laughs> we would give we you the property just leave us in this one the, room.
1: house go outside go nuts fucking just <laughs> leave us alone for 45 <laughs> fucking minutes we just have had enough um, so the wife was like oh what do we're doing like uh oh, like the there was nothing on tv and i'm like oh we've got the the horse racing channel should we just fucking have sky stupid
2: racing bets? baby
1: yeah should we just have stupid bets on whatever race is up next and she's like to kill an hour hope for the kids to leave us alone so yeah excellent we'll just do that in that hour for, to your point in that hour there were literally fucking like 22 races mm. and i'm like so we bet on 22 individual races like okay next one is uh dapto next one is this next one is this one this next but next, uh, now we're on the trots now we're on the dogs now we're on fucking japan we're fuck, we in japan yeah. anyway all right, let's, let's put some money in japan. We don't win it
2: They just start phasing you into the Asian markets once we slow down, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. In that hour, we must have bet on 20-odd races. We came out a little bit ahead somehow, yeah. just fluke. Like, we don't know anything about any of those things. Once but chicken,
2: just not we- making any dumb bets, taking things that are like, you know, if you got 30%, no, you know, you'll were, take 30% if dumb. the odds are right, you
1: know. No, they were all dumb bets. It was like, oh, let's okay. just put fucking funny names yeah, and hope right. for the best. And we came out 40 up. So then the next week we tried to, like, play the odds and we lost 50.
2: <laughs> the odds are and rigged.
1: I'm like, <laughs> so I'm going to have fucking bet on stupid names moving forward. Probably easier.
2: Would you ever go with points bet, Greeno? Shaq's a fan of points bet. Nah, the one,
1: dude put his one, head one, in the I toilet.
4: I like to multitask. We're both winning today.
1: <laughs> hey, Skirinac, on the other oh, hand, yeah. you'd follow wherever she goes. If she wants me to sign the points bet, maybe.
2: <laughs> if she decides, it's a good idea. Yeah. She's like, oh, I think you should come over here. I'm like, maybe I'll switch my account. Yeah. What if I could could bet on how many hot dogs she can eat, (laughs) Grino? Oh, good point. I can two. Two. Just very, very, very slowly.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip! Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in, police-stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works!
4: (laughs) I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What are you fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> <dealing with> you. <laughs> why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening. Like I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. the hat, <laughs> so you're not enjoying it. No.
5: Dude, Asian uh, come on, I secretly you. enjoy it. You look no. like you're going to
2: undercover in in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I
4: hate you. Oh, come on, you secretly love it.
3: No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And there you have it. Uh, So, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at YouTube.com/slash Sunday Night Shit Show, and hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to the starting block. Follow on Twitter. At the starting block, drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes
0: or on TAVshow.com. Yeah, yeah, this girl is still going to leave it all night. I thought it was going to
1: wrap up after last segment, but fuck it. Let's do a plug it oh, no, I, just,
2: Greeno, I just invited BE to join... To join us on the Discord, to join oh, us on the show. Fuck.
1: Oh, fuck! Well now, we're now I'm gonna get another beer. Yeah, bees, grab another beer. It.
2: That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll hold. I can hold my own for. 30 seconds or so, if you want to get another. No, no, no. Beer is listening. I've, I've set up
1: the, uh, the studio warm enough that the fridge is next
2: to the microphone. We're all good. Ah,
3: uh, if we can do that,
1: can we I'll do a quick story time. We're waiting for B to jump like in. The about
2: well, no, I invited him. I don't know if he accepted. <laughs> I invited uh, fine, yeah. him. I don't think he cool. likes me very much anymore, But yeah, uh, Big, he's a big fan. He's a big, he's a big fan. fan. I love, uh, I love you, Be. You know I would love yeah. you. I know you know I love you, but you know, obviously the Swans, fucking, I hate them.
1: With that said, Be like, Be, might have to get his cans ready. He might need to get the mic sorted. Like, you might have to be sorting stuff out. So I'll get, let's get the man a little bit of time. But,
2: uh, yeah, he's we got to set talk- up. He's got to load in, and then we're gonna talk about some punting, Greeno, Because I want to hear, exactly. what, I want to hear what's going on. I want to
1: hear. B. He knows what he's, he's doing, doing, man. He the, does. the fucking dude, dude sends a spreadsheet, and I fucking like it because I'm
2: a nerd. That's the uh, thing. I, I used, to, I used to be into the sports betting, man. But that's the thing—you got to keep spreadsheet. You got to keep so many stats and spreadsheets and stuff. Yeah. And it, it's like, if you're not making and like when I was doing like you know when I was betting on sports and stuff, like trying to not lose, I was okay. Mm-hmm. Like I was in the pl- in the positive, but you can't risk the kind of money that you need to risk if you want oh, to do it totally. for a living, you know? So it's just we're, like you gotta do it as you do it as a social thing. I do, we do it for a bit of exactly. fun. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And just like, look, if we're up ten bucks, hey man, I'm fucking 10 bucks. Like if I win enough money that pays for a case, like beautiful yeah. I like, want well, fifty, I'll buy a case of beer.
2: That's like, all right, because you're sensible though. So you're not risking at all and then but you know, you can't like, you can't make serious money doing it because you might win like, you know, the smooth Jimmy Apollo granny, you might win fifty two percent of the time. <laughs> Which is the best way to win because you're winning, yeah. right? You're positive. But, you know, unless you're spending huge amounts of money, then you just, yeah. You know, doesn't make that. Doesn't make Exactly. A I've, got,
1: I've, got, I've got like a quarterly, quarterly betting budget and it's not fucking much. Yep. And if I lose that on my own at the start of next quarter, then I'll put a little bit more in there. Yep. But if I still got money there, then I don't have to put any more. Like, Right, no, do it for fun, not fucking to try
2: and make millions. No, exactly. Um, unless, you know, unless, of course, though you come across every now and then, you come across a juicy odd, and you're like, "Hang on, I think this guy's got a chance," you know. And uh, every now and then, I'll throw a little bit on one of those, and it, they do come up, you know, from time to time. Every now and then, there's an outsider that I think's not an outsider, you know.
1: Mm. Well, the, uh, the Sacramento Kings mm. who were uh, uh, – why's this turning into a fucking betting
2: show? But, told you. Um, I told you. It's a good idea.
1: <laughs> the Sacramento Kings who have sucked fucking most of the year, right? Yeah. They, they blew three straight moldies for me by upsetting a fucking very short favorite. So what I was noticing is from there – Were they like home they were, or away? It didn't matter. Uh, like they okay. were just – they were either getting close or they were winning. So, like, I might have jagged, like, I might have still jagged a win, but although they were getting close, I'm like, Sacramento's a lot better than their record suggests. Right. And So, when we're not paying, like, 250. Losing a lot a of team,
2: close ones home and away against, is a good yeah, sign. Yeah, against a team
1: that, That's a good but team. But they are not two, yeah, 220, against a team that aren't very good. I'm like, this seems a bit fucking long for Sacramento. It's worth putting a five or tenner on. And they've, they've come in a couple of times in a row. Yeah. But then they'll lose six in a row, it won't matter. But um, the, the competitiveness against good teams gave me confidence in against the lower teams, even mm. though the record was, hey, there's the man. I see him dialing in.
2: He's dialing in.
1: He's dialing in. Be, yeah, I, I, uh, I see him there. Okay. I'll talk about story time uh, while waiting for be. to I like stories about in.
2: Pinatas.
1: We've been doing checkout updates yeah. the last couple of weeks. So I talked about fucking chatterbox a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Then I talked about old mate Dane last she week. Kept he kept you
2: occupied far too long. Way too long. Wanted to fucking
1: know everything about everything. Wanted to know about you know what I did today. I day, don't need I another day.
2: wife. I just want yeah.
1: somebody to hand me food. I don't want. I don't want to chit chat. Just fucking scan. And let's fucking move on. It's seven a.m. on a Saturday morning. Let's move. Right. Now, last week, uh, week before last, I had Dane, sixteen-year-old Dane, young bloke, did the pleasantries didn't want to fucking chat after that mm-hmm. because he's socially awkward Business. and wants to fucking scan as quickly as possible. Correct. Big fan of Dane over there uh, in Checkout 4. Last week I had a different different scenario which I was, I was perplexed before I lined up. I thought, look, I'm going to roll the dice because I had two options with the checkouts I had available here, Damo. Okay. I had – uh, old duck who's obsessed with Corona is a lovely lady. Yes. But I've dealt with her many times before and she wants to chit-chat about Rona every fucking week.
6: Yeah.
1: Uh, or I had a different young chick to the one I had who wanted to chat my ear off mm. three weeks ago. So I thought you, have, you, gonna-
2: have you been wearing your tank top at the supermarket? Because if these call- if the young girls and the old girls are all trying to talk to you, then I would suggest to me that you are out there flashing the guns. Ah no! Tank tops have
1: been put in the wardrobe because it hasn't stopped raining in a month and a half. So like
2: that would stop you,
1: Greeno? Come Uh, on! Ah no no no! It it messes with the oil I put on the gun. So ah so we don't go with the
3: rain.
1: So I I decided to roll the dice with the young chick this week again, and I'm like, look, this could be risky, but I looked at her and I'm like, I've got a good feeling here. I have got a fucking good feeling. And as as I line up, I didn't even get the pleasantry. All I saw was scanning, and I'm like, fucking, we're Ooh, good here. And then I realized, God. I realized what happened. I have copped in the aisle 16-year-old party girl. Oh, so poor,
2: a chick, chick.
1: Hung over as shit. Oh, Does not no. want to be there. Does not want to chit-chat. Just wants to fucking scan and move me on. So we've now got two. We've got a couple of different buckets. We've got. We've got old ducks over <laughs> here. He wants to talk about owner, uh, Corona. Sorry. So they're, they're bucket one. We've got uh, bucket two, young chick who's not hungover, who has way too much time on their hands, want to be fucking a bit, a bit, too much chit-chatty. We've got young bloke who's socially awkward, uh, will only talk the ear off of other young chicks, doesn't want to deal with me. I like that aisle. And then we've got uh, bucket number four, young chick hungover as fuck, May have copped a bit of dick last night uh,
2: and no. just wants to fucking move on life. That's a good question. Who do you choose? Which gauntlet do you run? Where do you go? I suggest at this point, Greeno, we bring in our resident expert, that being the current Earth reporter, that being the soon-to-be guest, that being our present guest, BE, the Earth reporter, how are you going?
3: Nice, Gary! Hey,
0: boys. I reckon you should have ran with the old tank top and then went to the uh, the girl with the hangover because she probably would have perked her up. She probably thought she might have copped another one.
1: <laughs> Maybe. May, <Sorry>. may <laughs> I, I, I went with the hangover uh, girls. Last week, the only two options were old duck with obsessed with corona and uh, young, hungover girl who may have copped and dick the night before. So I went with uh, young, hungover chick, dick four. Just for some reason, I assume she didn't want to chit-chat. She did not want to say a word. She scanned. She moved on. She did she kind of mumbled, which I assume meant you can fucking pay now. Uh, and we moved on. Out of that entire bucket, though, I think obviously uh Corona Old Duck is out. Young, definitely fucking young chatty chick is gone. Except if I'm a young dude myself, then I wanna fucking Wah! chit-chat away, hoping I might get some action. So we're down to the final two. I'm still going with young bloke socially awkward because I feel like he's got more of a rapid pace with the scan to get me out of the register quicker.
0: Yeah. See, he's got an end game. He's just there to make the coin early so he can build his little empire where she's just there because she wants coin to get on the piss next weekend.
1: Exactly. So I need the young bloke is going to fucking keep productive because the young chick, uh, scanning pace was fine, But I guarantee if I was there an hour later, we would have had less of a rapid kind of repetition with the scanning of the products because uh, I need to go take like a a grog bog. Don't want to fucking deal with that. We need to just get on with this thing. Uh, Young bloke, socially awkward, only there, only want to chit-chat with the hot young chicks walking through, happy with that guy moving forward. That's the end of my story time, sir.
2: That's a nice story. I like stories about pinatas. Bruno, do you remember last week when we were talking about – I can't remember what we were talking about, but we brought up David Mitchell, who we both agree is. well. Why we talking about David Mitchell?
1: Be just the please. chat. Shouldn't we talk to Be for a bit? Yeah, we
2: do. No, you go, David Mitchell. Whatever. Well, I just, I just want to show you this thing. So we were talking about <laughs> David Mitchell, right? Being the funniest, one of the funniest men on the planet. We well, were talking were about talking... it because
1: Australia has done the terrible like recreation of What I Lie to You yeah. and not realising the beauty of that particular show yeah. is the dynamic between Lee Mack, David Mitchell and Rob Brydon mm. and the fact they're all comedy geniuses simultaneously working together. It's not because, oh, it's funny because people tell lies and you have to guess which one no. and they make funny stories up. No, it's because those three guys are very fucking funny.
2: Yeah. Well, I think your story you know, being at the supermarket and trying to decide which level of poor customer service you're most <laughs> satisfied with. Well,
1: it depends on what your definition of customer service is. Well, for me, I just want to get the fuck out of there quicker. Other people might want the conversation, might want to chat about the Rona, might want like, oh, i will got nothing better to do. So I'll sit here and talk with a fucking checkout chick for 25 minutes. Dunno, I just want well, to get out. Lucky luck,
2: lucky for you and the other people who don't understand <laughs> setup screeno, oh, I can give to you. <laughs> This, wow.
1: this. We still got to the end of the first segment. Yeah,
3: I know. We're, we're gonna, gonna we'll get back to that. We'll I am your
2: it. conscience. That video yeah. is still fucking loading up in the background. Yeah, it's still there. It's buffering Greeno. We're buffering. <laughs> to, make it, to make it smoother. We're Just fucking play it. Get over and done with. Okay. So speaking yeah, That's
1: of- how we're gonna end the show, B E. We're gonna end it with
2: I am your conscience. I am your conscience. Speaking of customer service, Greeno, your story, we were talking about Dave Mitchell last week, reminded me of this. It's horrible. Well, and because this is pretty much what I think too.: of job interviews.: I I
1: think the thing that seems unfair to me is the number of people who are expected to pretend they care about
2: jobs they don't care about. Mm. You should be allowed to say, "Look, I'm doing, I'm fulfilling my contract. You can't put in the contract, also you have to seem like you give a shit."
6: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
1: that's expecting too much. Yeah. That's why I really like the fact that we live in a country with such poor customer service. <laughs>
2: I've got respect for that. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah. This is a horrible train. You're tearing tickets. Of course, you're in an awful mood. <laughs>
6: <laughs> know, now that you put it like that, I shall feel better about it.
2: You're right. Why have a cheesy grin on your face if you are working in, a, in an awful supermarket? Well, it's, it's the sign either of a liar or a moron.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary.
2: He's not wrong. No,
1: easy Well, that said, though, like back in the day, me and the boys, like, I was lucky when I worked retail, I worked with like mates. So we just used to fuck around and act like dickheads. So we were having a good time when we were serving customers. So there's a reason we had a smile on our face. Mm. But I get it. If you're having a bad time and like serving a customer who's been a dick, yeah. trying to pretend to be friendly, oh, fuck them. Like, I'll spin their devil. That's, That's the thing.
2: We also, we also make it so easy now to not die because you don't have a job which is not like you know not a bad thing don't get me wrong but you know once upon a time you you couldn't not care about not having a job you had to care you know so you had to put on the act you had to put on the big smile whereas now it's kind of expected everyone everybody knows that everybody else also hates their job or something so like nobody really nobody really expects good customer service anymore like you know if I like say you pull up to the drive through window at Maccas Greeno, do you want the person to be like, Hello, sir, may I take your order? Or do you want are you okay with them going, Hey, what do you want? You know? Like I'm okay, uh, I'm okay with them. Like, yeah, just give nah, me, this, this, me. this sweet bro, see ya, you know? We we'll try to be in a sec uh, with his answer, but like I oh, I like I expect
1: I, I don't want people to be fake, like polite to me. I just expect general courtesy. Like I, don't, like I said, I don't I don't want to chit-chat, but I don't expect someone to be rude to me because I'm there in their aisle. I just be like, hey, sir, how are you doing? And that's it. I just don't – I hate the chit-chat aspect of feeling like you need to be social. Just greet me politely. Ask me questions politely. For me, that's good customer service. People who want to fucking yap your ear off, for me, that's bad customer service, not good. Other people find it as good customer service. Mm. I tend to disagree. I just want to be left alone, but I want to have a, a friendly face at the start. And then just give me my shit, and then I'll oh. fuck off, leave it alone. Hand you the money, you get your paycheck. We
2: move away. Your tune has certainly changed from the man who's struggling to find an appropriate cashier at seven a.m. No, now because now all my, of a sudden you're very my, empathetic and understanding. You know, my gripe <laughs> jerk was, used to
0: work in a deli to me.
1: Oh my, God, <laughs> my gripe is the length of fucking chit chat. I don't mind. I want people to be fucking like, hey, how you doing? And that's it. Say hi to me and then move on. If you want to fucking yam yeah my ear, I'm not there for a fucking chat. Mm. You want to have a chat with me, fucking meet me at a bar. Like, I'm not at a bar so you can fucking – you don't have to – I'll, I'll be in a situation where I want to have a conversation where where it's appropriate, not in an aisle where you feel like you need to have a conversation with me about random topics that you really don't care about. Do, you, really do, get into,
2: do you Do you get into a lot of conversations with people who work in supermarkets or – because I don't I can well, say the, I do. Yeah, well here's the thing. Oh mate, that was the fucking joke
1: I meant to write down. I, I realised what this segment was meant to be. Oh, I, like I was it. meant to segue okay. from I this. I like stories about Sendy I still pre-show. <laughs> I still pre-show. Realized, I I realised this was meant to be my segue. <laughs> dressing up as a, dressing up as a crackhead before I go supermarket shopping moving forward. Because my theory is yes. that you'd be left I, alone. If I rock up. Like, scratching, nah, hey, mate. Fucking, I, my theory is I'm too friendly myself up front that I seem like the kind of dude you want to have a chat with. Like, I'm a skinhead and then my beard's all trimmed. But back in the old days, when I had my hobo beard and... Like didn't people didn't want to talk to me? They'd look at me weirdly. So I feel like now that I'm a bit more clean shaven and looking a bit more friendly, it's it's making fe- people feel that they can chat to me in a aisle. Whereas historically be you no know,
0: because that some of those people that work the younger ones that work in the supermarket and the checkout they probably hit you up for a deal. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, no, I just look like a dude you don't want to chat with because I had a big fat literally. I, I, you might have been there back when we did the the show. I think I had my big fat hobo beer at that particular point.
2: You yeah. know, what yeah. if, what if there was another way? Hear me out here. What if there was another way where you didn't have to humiliate yourself by regrowing <laughs> regrowing that, that forest like hideous. I'll let you know a little bit of a secret.
0: Beard. There's this thing now called click and collect. we don't have to talk to anyone.
1: Well, just No, no but the then, but now, then I have to pay for that as well. And then they get to pick and choose my groceries, B.E. Well, they touch my groceries. They pick my veg. Yeah, I'm it's... very selective with what I pick up, mate.
0: So, Would you yeah. rather someone touch your the packaging that your food comes in or talk to someone? I'd rather talk to someone. I don't want anyone
1: fucking touching my food. I don't want to pick my own vegetables.
0: Fuck, you're a hard man to please.
1: <laughs> no, no, you serious? <laughs> Fuck, man, no way. Like, <laughs> you're you, happy with other people touching the vegetables that go in your mouth and stuff?
0: Yeah, that's – I mean, well, where, how do you know who's touched before I go on the shelf? They anyway? have been touched before they've been put. That's right.
1: They have been touched before I go in, but at the same time, uh, actually, right. Yeah. The you know thing know. is that
0: you used to work in a supermarket, and so did I, and you know what goes on.
1: I know what goes <laughs> on, and I, and I know. And once again, you know, I want to pick my own fruit and veg as well. So it's about yeah. I know what what particular apple I like. I know how ripe I need my banana. That fucking works yep. for what I want to eat it on Friday. So if if I had to send it to, because like, my wife used to do the um, the online shopping, and mm. stuff would come in, I'm like, what the fuck is this? She's like, oh, they've sent. uh lamb instead of beef and i'm like but the the meal i'm cooking is beef she's like yeah but they sent lamb because they didn't have beef what the fuck am i meant to do with that like it's a it's a fucking
0: so they send send you a sponge because there's no toilet paper left (laughs) there's
1: no toilet paper Like, it's wipe your ass with it it's 100 right like it's absorbent just give it a wipe you'd be good rinse it out so that's so i'd rather deal with the the inane that's why i go saturday morning fucking crack of dawn because there's the least potential amount of chit-chat, theoretically, at that mm-hmm. particular point, uh, to get back to the original conversation.
2: Well, if you want people to avoid you at the supermarket, Greeno, you don't have to grow I back. Do you
1: reckon I could do anything to grow it back, man?
2: No, you don't have to cool. grow it back. You could do other things. You could just wear, like, for example, wear a shirt with a swastika on it. People will avoid you. <laughs> you, could, you could walk in there. Walk, I would like to see you walk in there. Like, you know those you know those pyjamas that the kids used to wear in the old fairy tales where <laughs> the little flaps Well, the, yeah, but you have the little oh, yes. flap on the arse. Little drum flap. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking
2: <laughs> yeah. No, but you just, you just have one of the buttons open, so it's like you only see one half of one cheek. You know what no, I
1: mean? I think you need to insinuate you've you just, just. have the hole
2: open, yeah.
1: You've just done poopies in aisle four. You could do that. And but then mention that as soon as you get to the aisle, like the register, to right. go, like, as you unpack and show the arse crack uh, and then point out, going, look, you might want to send one to aisle four and just don't mention anything well, else.
0: Well, Everyone's I mean. possibly go and shop in during school hours so the younger attendants are at school.
1: No, that's the worst because then you've got all the fucking mums.
2: Yeah, the yeah. angry mums.
1: The angry mum's already there. I did that once during Easter. Uh when on I think I took the day off because my daughter was doing the Easter hat parade. And I'm like, I'm gonna smash out my Saturday morning shop on a Thursday midday after oh, I see the
0: Easter hat. Risk. We're good to go. Day, mate. Uh, oh,
2: uh, it was, so it was true. terrible. <laughs> it's so true <laughs> Pension day Social security day Dull day That's when the, That's when it's yeah. The fucking busiest Mate
3: You've
1: got to It was 400 was, was deep I'm like I'm never shopping On a weekday again Like Saturday morning 7am no,
2: I always like a good shop I, I would love If we had a Like a 24 hour supermarket Somewhere local Because I would I would have utilized it And maybe not so much These days Because I'm not working Nights like I used to but of course, mm. I worked nights for like twenty years, so you know, two in the morning, three in the morning is when I knocked off. You know, <laughs> I was yeah, like,
0: yeah, good. I we used to go to um, Blacktown Kmart at like one a.m. Yeah, it was twenty
2: four hours. Twenty four hours. Yeah. Kmart's, yeah, one a.m. for a long while. But the problem with Kmart is it's got Kmart stuff, you know. So I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna need. Oh, a, no, well, I'm not gonna need uh, an uh, ironing I'm board a <laughs> at three in the morning. You know, I'm not gonna need a clothes rack at 12.30 a.m. on a Sunday on Christmas Eve. I'm just not. Fuck you know, i it. you not
1: going to need it.
2: Whereas I need to get cereal and munchies and milk and, you know, maybe I feel like sausages at 1 in the morning. I would love to just run down the shop, grab a fucking bag of snags and start frying those fuckers up at 1 in the morning on a Friday night. Wouldn't you like that? But no, instead we have to go to Kmart and it's like, well, what can I get in here? I can get a bag of biscuits that are probably out of date. <laughs> You know, that's what they've got. I can get a bag of dog food in Kmart. You know, They're not going to have the gourmet sandwich aisle open at one in the morning, are they? So it's a bit of a disappointment. I do wish we had like one supermarket that's 24 hours. But yeah, obviously go as early as you can. I've I've been known to park in the parking lot of the local supermarket for 10 minutes beforehand having a cigarette and like just waiting for those fucking roller doors to open, man. So I can get in what and get in. What is out.
0: local open down there?
2: Uh it's seven AM I think is the standard.
1: Yeah, yeah it used to be seven. Uh, the one at your local demo, yeah, I, mm-hmm. like, oh, I used to do open. So yeah, se- seven AM is doors open there. Yeah, they're yeah. at five thirty to to prep.
2: The center's open earlier there. than that though because there's a baker mm-hmm. that's like the a- baker and the news agent open yeah, at six. That's right. Yeah. Well, I
0: went. Oh, this is years ago. Now I we used to open our supermarket at six AM. Right, and we weren't. We would closed till eleven. But up here, it's 8 a.m. open, 8 p.m. closed. Oh, that doesn't suit. Whoa. That's pretty shitty.
6: Yeah, that's brutal. You're that used, is- so
2: you're used. you're so used to, like, Sydney hours, man. Sydney hours yeah. is 24-7, isn't it, you know? Like.
0: It's like Sunday trading only started here like six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. So the further the further north you go, the further back in time now, you go.
2: I know, but I kind of like it too. I don't mind you know? that. You know, yeah, I, I like it. it. Yeah. I yeah. wish we everyone had. I wish everyone had Sunday off. Like everyone, and it's like all right, everything's shut on Sunday. So if you you know what, if you want a busy day at the shops, it's going to be Saturday because we're going to be buying all of our Sunday shit on Saturday. No,
0: no. Sad days, I do my yard work, ah, get that out of the road. Nice. Sundays is um, quick duck down to the shops, so have a look around, get some booze.
2: Sunday football, back shed. Sunday footy, back shed. Uh,
1: nice! Who's get the uh, the grocery buyer in your household? Be and what's we, the frequency? We
2: share, we share actually. Um,
0: okay. We don't we don't buy large amounts at each time, so, so. we could potentially go two three times a week.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, but we use the notes app on our phones that is a live update so you can share that so there's a consistent list so it's not like, oh, what do you want, what do you need it's yeah. in the app live. So if I go to the supermarket, flick open the app, I know what's on the list that needs to be purchased. I grab it, tick the boxes, happy oh, days.
2: No, I don't know about that, B.E., because that that's that <laughs> sounds like it's taking the fun out of it because if I go to the shops, I don't want to play <laughs> No, I just, I'll I'll just, you, I just want it. to work around and get what I want, you know. <laughs> hey, does the one, he does
1: the one basketball
2: Because, no, you can't. It doesn't look, matter what's on no, the my list, mate. You can't p- get a list. The point I'm going. I'm, I've seen Game of Shop. The point I'm getting the point I'm get, <laughs> at is, but yeah, you can't mention things like that on the show because just maybe my wife hears it, you know, <laughs> and she's going to be like, holy shit, there's an app. So I can give him. I can put him, I can, she's going to put me on a 24 hour, seven day a week <laughs> fucking shopping list, man. She's just <laughs> going to be, she's just going to be updating like the list every day. And it's like, it's going to become a chore. I can't have that. I can't have it. I must not That's have it. Cool. No. So the- <laughs> nice. Gary! I would much, I would much rather do my no, usual time, routine. Well, I would much rather yeah. go to the supermarket and just float around and pick whatever I want. Oh, know, like, mate, like when I come child. home and unload the
0: car yeah. and you put it on the kitchen bench, right, yeah. same, oh, sort of same set up as your kitchen, yeah. and you unpack the bags and you're kind of like trying to sneak the stuff that wasn't on the list, like quickly duck it away. And, and KT's like, hey, what's this here? That wasn't on the list.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you got to buy in bulk. Like, I reckon if you're a family man, this is my plan moving forward, boys, just so you know. Eventually, if if one day it should happen that a family should arise, I'm going to start ordering snacks in bulk in like cardboard boxes. So I'm just going to have the boxes kind of dropped off, and I'll store them in the garage. And that's where I'll keep that's where I'll keep all of my really good man snacks, like the jerky and shit. And so I've got a fridge in my back shed. Yeah. <laughs> nice, i am got to
1: back up pantry in my garage oh, as well. Nice garage. Nice yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary! Next to be done, you've got to have a pantry in the garage. You've got to have a, a man beer shit in, in there. The yeah. And that's all you need. Like, all you need is the equivalent of, of one one uh, pantry, one fridge, and your cup. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need.
0: <laughs> my back shed's got, like, a little pantry cupboard, a fridge, a TV, a dartboard, and a swag, I, and a barbecue. I don't even have to go inside it,
2: but I need oh, it. that. It's beautiful.
1: See, that's all I'm missing here. I I think I think because uh, uh my my man shed is a combination of like all my DVDs, my books, my gym, the the fridge, the uh also the backup pantry and the what's now the equivalent of the studio. But the studio also doubles as obviously my TV because everything's stream these days. I just need to find a way to get a bed in this bad boy and then I'll never have to enter the house ever again.
0: Lot put a like a loft in. Easy.
1: Uh, no, love, I think a blower bet will do the job.
0: I okay, guess that'll do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now uh we need to touch on menu uh protocol for you, B E. Now you you talked about you do two, three shops a week. What what's the uh the menu plan for dinners? Do you do kind of like preempt in advance or like daily? What do we feel like? What are we gonna do? How much time we got left? What time did we get home from work?
2: And can I just interject here and say you mm. you both have four mouths, don't you? That's Mm. the tally. Correct. Okay. So I'm, I'm out of this because, you know, clearly I'm, I'm operating on half the amount of required fuel. Here's my
1: theory. And B you, you may have a different uh, opinion as as a parent and you guys might have different uh, parenting uh, theories. My theory is what the fuck I eat is what my kids are going to eat. So they're not babies anymore. I'm like, if you don't like what I cook for dinner, then you guys don't eat. Hell, I don't so know how
2: I to feed a kid, man. I don't know. What no, well, like. different.
1: Like m- my kids are,
2: are three, bread. And,
1: <laughs> three and six, right? Yeah. So yeah. everything I eat is generally pretty healthy. So if we're having like chicken and chips or steak and salad or whatever, yeah. that's something each of those two age groups can eat. Like we're, obviously, when they're babies, different fucking story. You have to feed mm. them what they need to feed. But at my kids' age and B's kids' age, I think they we're pretty similar. I like, think we're one year back in – back on each um
0: yeah next I'm week like, they'll be five and three
1: there you go 100 yeah so exactly 100 one year back on each um i'm like well whatever i'm i'm gonna cook for myself and my wife for dinner the kids can eat 99 of it excellent that's what they're getting so i always i don't i stop planning for the kids anymore i just cook what i want to eat <laughs> and then everyone else has to eat it around it
0: we're, we're we're very we're very close to having same for same at the moment and um, we're not quite there yet um Like for example, to not get fish tacos. Happy days, kids. Yeah. no, happy. you're not Got that. to
2: interrupt. Sorry. No. <laughs> I, why would any? I guess no.
1: for four seconds, and you've interrupted him.
2: No, I don't understand. I, I don't, I don't believe in fish tacos. I'm going to put it that way. I don't. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay. No, I'm being genuine. I don't believe that there is such a thing. That has fish on a taco. I don't think that's real. Like there, there is no such thing as the fish taco. There it's are the people. There are people who put fish. <laughs> where it ought not be, but there is no such thing as a fish taco. That's my general understanding.
0: I think in my entire life I can count on one hand how many times I've had fish tacos, to be honest.
2: Well, all I heard was one, and that was enough. That was yep. enough to make me disgusted. Uh, I will, I will inter- I'll interrupt,
1: I'll interrupt with a, a very poignant point here, sir. Uh, firstly, uh, is it an old El Paso thing that makes you think that it's it's tainting the image of the uh, <laughs> having a fish darker. No, I'm not. I'm not, a, no, right? no, 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 I'm not, no, 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 i not?
2: not I'm not so subdued by fucking uh, <laughs> advertising greeno. I mean, out of the two of us, you're the one who is obsessed with red carpet <laughs> <laughs> events. So uh, you know, it's, and the uh, old
1: El paso chick.
2: I love that chick. Yeah, and why can't we have both? Obviously. Why can't we have both? Uh, my second question, my second question the, is the taco that falls over constantly, which is Yeah, we don't annoying. want that
1: one. No. We're going to make it flat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my second question is uh, the, the fish taco was also the code word of a brothel that used to happen in our local area. Oh, is that right? Uh, there was, was, was a brothel above a kebab shop and the code word right? to go 100% in our Queen Street. Fish
3: taco. You to Gosh,
1: go into that scary. and they say, "Oh, I
2: want to fish taco, which was code was, oh, "I want to go upstairs. Wait, wait, was that the upstairs coffee lounge, Greeno?
0: The one with the the red leather couches. I mean, what? No, no, I <laughs> no,
2: swear, this- I swear to God, I've never been in it, and I okay, know Greeno's know never been in it. But there was this one little fucking sign on this doorway in, you know, a place that Greeno and I know very well as young men, you know, like growing up around, sort of around that area, but not necessarily. But anyway, but there was just this one little fucking uh, sign above this doorway in this street, which is very famous in the area for just being the heart of degeneracy, Greeno, and drugs Correct. and fucking, like, just fucking crime and, you know. And it was one, and it just, it was called the Upstairs Coffee Lounge. That was the sign <laughs> above. But everybody knew it was a brothel up there, and it was next to a fuck like Greeno said, like a restaurant, a kebab shop. So you would go, I guess, what would you go in and ask for, Greeno? <laughs> So apparently, the the code word to get apparently, upstairs, upstairs into the upstairs coffee lounge.
1: Where do you be? This is this is a story told to me. Ah, uh, to go to the upstairs coffee lounge was because it was no, it was not on the menu. It was like I'd like to order the fish kebab,
2: please, and they'd take fish you kebab. around the back, yeah. and you'd get and led upstairs to, upstairs to the yeah. coffee lounge. Now, mind you, it was next door to it was next door to three things. I'll put it that way. It was next door was to the, a um, pub. It was next door to a pawn shop, a hock shop, Greeno. Remember that hock shop that used to be down there See, near thought, the train station? I thought it
1: was, thought it was ne- uh, opposite side. I thought it was next to an RM Williams.
2: No, no, no. The RM Williams was much further closer to the highway.
1: Oh, okay. No, that's yeah. where I thought that this thing was.
2: No, 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 no. This place, no, the, the coffee lounge was like right down near the train lines.
1: I thought the kebab shop was uh, – anyway –
2: no, because like no, exactly. no, like, no, remember, it was remember there was like the no, there, remember there was like half a dozen charcoal chicken places in that street. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I it was like that. the last one before the train station, and the pub was next door, and oh, then on the other I side mean, you had the fucking hawk shop where people. So would. we
1: had okay, so B, to give you a, an example of this street, there was <laughs> met, there was meth clinic, <laughs> <laughs> Methadone <laughs> Sorry, clinic. Okay, so okay, the junkies, okay. the, junkies
2: okay. the junkies. It was beautiful because the junkies would line up at seven a.m. on a Saturday. Six Six a.m on get, a wednesday on a wednesday <laughs> lining up to get the methadone but mind you it was a brilliant business strategy a guy bought the place next to the methadone clinic this place was sitting there this guy bought it and it was a hock shop so the junkies would just go to the hock shop hock whatever <laughs> they stole and literally i swear to god literally walk, <coughs> next, walk door, next door for a dip yeah and next door and buy their dip off the guys who were bought, getting the methadone on the program and just selling it to the junkies it oh, was a so fucking was thinking, beautiful system, and then the upstairs the coffee lounge was next to that.
1: <laughs> oh, for some reason, so here's the thing all all this time, like this was about twenty odd years ago that I heard this story. Yeah. All this time, I thought this kebab shop was the one down the other end near the highway. So I've been like,
2: no, that's, oh, I know what you're saying now. No, no, that's a different brothel. <laughs> I swear to God, hand on heart.
3: Nice.
2: No no that's a different brothel on the uh, upstairs of that one. That's a different Jesus place Christ. that's not the coffee lounge no the upstairs the other one is <laughs> like yeah the other one is like stairway to heaven or something. It's and a that, classy classy yeah. street
0: Oh wow! You did say <laughs> earlier that you were bad at geography, greener. Yeah. That's, oh mate, terrible! Yeah. Absolutely, nice, Gary. <laughs> you, but you bad. do now know, you do now know what the uh, the shape of, of Iceland is. is. So here's here's a quick story time for you, Damo. What is I the you like stories about pinatas.
1: So we got sent this thing uh, at work. They're like, oh, here's a trivia thing. We want you to review this like newsletter give us some feedback and also you can win 25 bucks if you can tell tell us which like what the shape this uh, particular country is tell us what country it is. Hmm. So I realised, my our work is very fucking like no one cares. Yeah. So if I nail this, I'm in a very good chance to win
2: twenty five bucks. Okay. Uh, no twenty five fucking... big words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> me twenty bucks. If I'm fucking $25, bucks. I'll take twenty five bucks. Oh, so, I mean, <laughs> if,
2: if someone's giving me twenty five, I'll take twenty five. But I'm not exactly going to exactly. do. I'm not going to do anything for twenty. My
1: theory was no one's going to reply to this dude because it involves reading a whole newsletter, giving <laughs> feedback about the newsletter, and no. then I'll simply answer the question correctly so i read the newsletter gave feedback because i'm like, oh, like the dude that created it is a very good dude in my work and i'm like he's put some effort in i'm like hey mate everything's good maybe change x y and z uh and then i was stumped because i suck at geography and i'm like who the fuck do i know who's really good at geography so i fucking put a, a message out to be and i'm like do you know what this country is <laughs> and within like a minute Give him a fucking nice Gary. BE gave me the answer.
3: Nice Gary!
1: Now I had been literally looking at a map for an hour. I went to the globe. What? (laughs) An an hour? hour? An hour I'll spend an hour on this fucker, right? I'm sitting there going, What? Oh, what shape looks like this? Blah blah blah. Turns out the country was Iceland. So on the map it's quite small, so I, I overlooked yeah. it. I was looking at more big countries because it seemed big in the picture. Uh being now. now can, like does Iceland
2: there. does Iceland have like a little kind of peninsula little bit? And then like a kind of well, like Iceland is its own there.
0: individual island.
2: Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah, a... I'm trying to. I'm trying to describe in words how it looks <laughs> like. If it, so, like, does it have a little sticky outy bit, Greeno? Is that the one? I wouldn't know, mate. I'm fucking. Oh, I'm you hoping still it's a don't know. It. So you? Oh, I, oh, I oh. just asked
1: him. <laughs> he gave me the answer. I sent it to the fucking bloke, and I still didn't win twenty five bucks. So someone else gave the answer. Oh. Uh... So that's my story.
0: Time. All those, all that, like... I like Island stories and about and the and, 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 like, the top of Canada. They've all got those really steep um cliff faces. So it's not actually kind of like a circle. It's more like... Um, it's got um like like It's like a circle that yeah. someone
2: stepped on, isn't it? Like, yeah, That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Squashed so out the like, sides.
0: The, I guess you could say, like, the northwest of it would be kind of like an skewer shape to the rest of it, but it's pretty much, yeah, mm. in circular reference iceland iceland
2: seems like a nice place i would like to visit it one day uh i know the people there are very isolated and they have like their own kind of weird little culture but it seems like the kind Mm. of place that i would like because you know there's not many people around (laughs) and it's cold most of the year so i I like that i hate the heat and i think you know that's the kind of place a man could disappear in but then again i think of well do (laughs) i really want to work for four dollars a day you know, is that something that I'm really invested in? Greener, and do like you know, really? do well, I want to fight old ladies for rotten fish at a market somewhere in minus right. ten degrees? And I, and I necessarily don't want to do that so well,
1: let's let's go back to segment one about fuck, how long ago did we shut the show two and a half hours ago ah uh, where we, we were talking about our proposition start the the show. did you
2: <laughs> you just did a bit of greeno drunken sean connery there how long ago did we start the show? Sean <laughs> started it. Uh- so,
1: where we're talking about becoming PM of Australia and our, our, our three year plan of mm. just over promising and under deliver, which is pretty no, much no, no, current... p-
2: no. The plan is to spend it all, just spend yeah, every last dollar, literally choice. go broke, just spend oh, every fucking last
1: nuts. Time. like we're gonna spend like everyone getting their own house, yeah. go fucking nuts, yeah. enjoy your house, kids. Um, we should do that in Iceland because yeah. they haven't seen what's coming. Mm. Like if it doesn't work out here in Australia, we can go to Iceland.
2: You reckon the Vikings were in Iceland once upon a time, Greeno. There we go. Yeah. So they yeah, were more us.
0: than six more than sixty percent of the population population in Iceland live in the capital.
2: Is that right? There you go. Mm. All cool. right. So uh,
1: we just appointed BE as our Secretary of State.
0: Oh, in, in Iceland.
1: <laughs> in Iceland. Uh, Shoot, we're going to put uh, Damo as our, our president,
0: obviously. Uh, I'll,
1: I'll Why do I is-
2: have to be the president? I don't want to be
0: the
1: president. doesn't matter.
2: We're voted.
0: It doesn't matter. We're voted. I don't I want, to like I like want to be the president. That's the one the one that people
2: shoot. I don't want to be the guy that people shoot. I'd much rather right. be the guy who lurks in the background, that's you know, drinks the all TV. the wine and, you know, yeah. has sex with all the servants. I'd rather be that guy. Manipulate everybody right. who else is in power. <laughs>
0: so you're, you're the, you're the uh, resident Ralph Harris then.
2: Who's Ralph Harris? I don't know who that is. Oh, Rolf Harris. <laughs> like, wom wum, wom, tie me kangaroo <Yeah>. down. <laughs> <laughs> Was he was he involved in the courts? Was he I didn't know. <laughs> the king's court. Sir Rolf, he was knighted, wasn't he? Sir Ralph. Rolf? What is what's his name? Is yeah, it I think well, yeah, well the, the Queen. Fucking man, there's there's pedophiles in her own family, like and
1: they're all cousins. Like fucking, They're also
2: lizards, but, Greeno. I don't know yeah, if you know that or
1: not. Like, Rolf's the least of their problems, trust me. Yeah. Uh, David, you had a story time in the rundown. You want to touch on that? Story.
2: I like stories about pinatas. Yeah, I have a little story for you. So, I like that
1: we're still bringing it back to
2: the rundown two and a half hours later. Yeah, because fuck the rundown. You should forget about the rundown, Green. Move on. It's over for the rundown. Let's Remember?
0: start Let's start this betting one.
2: Yeah, I, w- I would like to do the betting.
0: Oh, actually, no, no, I'll tell you later. We'll come back to that. Go okay, do your we'll story. So. No, no,
1: no. Let's interrupt the story before we get to it. Being I like one stories to... about peniatists. Oh, I was actually,
0: um, I was telling um, Greeno about this the other day, Demo, that I've started a spreadsheet on AFL for gambling, mm. and you're going to love it. Mm. I'll share you the link.
2: Oh, don't get me in again. I just got out. <laughs> I got out. Okay. They're trying to drag me back in.
1: Nah, B, B, that was a fucking good nerd spreadsheet, man. I know. That's the problem. That's why I don't want to see it
2: because I know it's
1: good. Nah, (laughs) man. His his, his NFL NFL one was fucking next level. Mm. His NBA one is fucking like got some like nice little tips. Ah. But I guarantee his AFL one is going to be fucking primo because he's passionate about the AFL more than the other sports. So, like. And I'm passionate about money. (laughs) Yeah. That is. I still don't know how you've made money out of fucking betting, be like you've you've talked like, is this an Just offline done the work? You
2: got to do the work
1: or a non uh, online conversation to have.
0: As <laughs> in, you can get, yeah, yeah. We
1: can as in, out. like you have been successful mm. with with betting enough that it's paid for certain things.
0: That's Would right. I so I yeah I bought um recently bought a new set of golf clubs.
2: Thanks to the sports bet. Thank you very much. Um, Sports bet. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Fuck that points bet and shack off right off. (laughs) Fuck them. But Paige, though, we'll we'll keep her. Oh,
0: yeah. I extended the concreting and pavers around my pool and I bought a mountain bike.
1: (laughs) So B knows what he's fucking doing is my point. Like the the dude is I feel like we movie? should
2: be playing the Wheel of Fortune <laughs> prize music while he's rattling off the can things that he Can We get the baby John
1: Burgess yeah. video from last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that back. Oh, quick story time yeah. if we can.
0: I like stories about pinatas.
1: I want to talk a uh, dick move as well for the yeah. Oscars. Dick. Because what got completely overshadowed by Will Smith acting like a fucking uh, cuckold mm. was the fact that um, the 30th anniversary of White Men Can't Jump was meant to be the big story of the Oscars. Well, that and the fact yeah, you know, the winners and whatnot. But we had uh, Wesley Snipes, we had Rosie Perez, we had Woody Harrelson all rock up to celebrate the 30th anniversary of White Men Can't Jump at the Oscars. No one talked about
3: no,
2: it. That's fantastic, Greeno. That's an amazing little story time. I there. like stories about Cause As you know, White Men Can't Jump was probably one of the biggest movies of yours and mine formative years, was it not? White Men Literally, Can't if Jump.
1: Literally, if I'm, if I'm listing my two favourite movies of all time White and man, also
2: two, it's two,
1: two most watch, it's Willy Wonka and then the second one is White Men Can't Jump. Yeah,
2: it's up and there. And not
1: because these are like a great movies, they're just my most watched and most loved. Yeah,
2: the ones you can um, always go back to and still smile.
1: Exactly. Like, I still walk around and go, I'm going sizzler. We We're going, going sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your tape, world having over those dickery behind me. And die. G- dash now. Leave me alone.
2: Nice, Gary. Just because you hit two passes and one dunk doesn't mean yeah. you can play. Hell, you can put a cat in an oven yeah, and yeah. that don't make it a biscuit.
3: Yeah, it's a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: go, over there, huh? Even the, <laughs> Even the sun. <laughs> Even the sun shines out of a dog's ass some days, Greeno. Yeah,
1: anyone <laughs> can win the lottery. Nice,
2: Gary. Oh
3: fuck! It
1: all. Do you know they're making a remake of White Man? No! no!
2: I no, should be like. Right. They ruin oh, everything, man. They ruin yeah, everything. It's it not, yeah. not that they're going to ruin this. They ruin everything. everything.
1: Sorry, B, are you about to say something,
0: man? No, no, i just saying no. I saw the extended trailer for the new Top Gun movie last night. It looks pretty cool. I hope they don't ruin that one. See, right. Top Gun is a different seen story. It. Should we watch I haven't it? seen it. Is a demo.
1: Okay. So here's, here's another quick story time for you. Okay. I like stories about pinatas. I've become a very long winded motherfucker as this night's nice gone on. Uh, I've, the, recently, I've been trying to watch movies that I feel like are classics that I should watch that I've never watched. Top Gun falls into that bucket. So I found it on, I think it's on Netflix. Haven't watched it yet.
2: What, the original Top Gun? The original Top Gun. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen that probably a hundred times, I reckon. That's
1: yeah, okay. it. See, I've never seen the movie. All I know is uh, like a it's gay a, volleyball it's scene. brilliant. And. Uh, I need, need the need for me That's
2: all I know of that movie. You lost that love and feeling. You're how can you not know that scene? No, no I know that. the scene. I've never seen the movie. Ah, so You've got to see the movie.
1: That's why I've saved it. So okay. that's my plan. Mm-hmm.
2: What about, about me, the remake, Greeno? How about a 60? How, how about a 67-year-old how 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 Tom Cruise <laughs> riding a motorbike? Let's see what well, you talking ready. Look at this. Oh, this he's point.
1: back. He's back. Can Goose die again, though? Like, surely.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no Goose's son
2: is in the flight squad. Oh, oh, no! He is. There he is. No. Is that Goose's son? <laughs> right there. Mm. He looks a goose, doesn't he?
1: Most importantly, I have seen Hot Shots, though, so I feel like that's more important from watching.
2: Oh, my God. Are they still doing, like, the the, the army boys in tight uniforms? I guess it still yeah. sells, doesn't nice, it?
3: Nice, Gary! I guess it still sells,
2: but it's, it's basically like... So, wait, in the movie, is this, like, the year after Top Gun? <laughs> Because it looks like the same place, doesn't it? Like nothing's changed. Like look at him. You know, he's still got the sunglasses hanging off his little shirt there. No, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> okay.
0: You know, one thing that really bugs me with Tom Cruise is what? that he's, he. you know, your you two top front teeth, his is in the middle. There's Like he doesn't have two front teeth, he's got one front tooth. Did I, you know that? No, I've never noticed that. And since I've known it, now every time I see him. It's going to be like like Delta Gildrum's
2: neck, man. (laughs) What's going with Delta Gildrum's neck? Delta Gildrum has a really long neck. And now that you've heard that, you'll only ever notice how long a neck is. And that's all you'll ever see. So that's what Brad's doing with... Um, Tom's <laughs> teeth. I love Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise I'm not going to lie. Tom Cruise is like one of my favourite actors. I don't care about the fucking, I don't care what he's doing behind. The, I don't care about that stuff. What, what movies you like to like?
1: Uh, all of them. It's, it's, a, it's a fair bit. I must admit, he's got a pretty good back catalogue when you think he's about it. I'm I'm like, you know,
2: see, he's a good actor. I'm sorry. You know, people dislike him. I don't care. I like him too. I really like him.
1: I don't think he's a good actor at all because he plays the same character in pretty much every movie. No, he
0: does He's Jonathan
2: Lubnicki's stepdad.
1: (laughs) Nice. uh, Uh,
2: Just feeding him pistachios through the hole. (laughs) If you
1: think about it, like, Cheesy's had some iconic roles. Like, you know, the old days, you've got uh, the Risky Business, you've got Rayman,
2: this one. You've got. Uh, How about your days, days of thunder, thunder Greeno? Days That's of thunder. Good. Yeah, I like You've Minority Report, Brad. That's one mm-hmm. of my favourites.
1: Very good yeah.
2: cocktail, though. Fucking cocktail. Yeah. What's his name? Cogland's Law, Greeno. Beer, beer is strictly a bro- uh, beer is strictly a morning beverage. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Aussie guy Brian Brown. All
2: yeah. well, good. Nice Gary.
3: Nice Gary.
0: Jack Show was uh,
2: pretty good, too. I enjoyed that one. He's uh, very good in Tropic Thunder as well. Tropic Thunder, he's in that. He's uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Mission Impossible. Mission, Mission Impossible. All, I love all the Mission Impossibles because I'm a nerd mm. for that kind of a movie, you know, like yeah. the cheesy kind mm. of, you know, super spy movie I'm always going to be a fan of. So, no, Tom, Tom's... Doesn't matter what Tom's in, he's always good in it. That's the I need to watch the uh
1: the pool movie. I've never been able to find it on DVD. The one he's in with it's the sequel to uh what's it called? The one with Paul Newman. Paul Newman?
2: Oh, where is the hustler or something? The hustler,
1: yeah. The sequel to the hustler.
2: I never knew there was a sequel.
1: Where Tom Cruise plays like he's the, the protege of the hustler. And I've never been able to find it on DVD or any streaming services really? thus but Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Uh, the Color of that. Money is called. Oh, that's what.
2: The Color of Money. Yeah. The Pool. Where he's the pool hustler Yeah, he's the pool hustler. That's right. I've never seen that movie, but it seems like something I'd, I'd enjoy. I watched that. Yeah. I watched that maybe like a month ago or something. Just, you know. Was just on just Netflix? threw it on. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, look it up. Every now and then I just go looking for some old thing that I've never seen that people mm. talk about. And that was one of them. That was on the list. I don't remember. It wasn't memorable, but you know, he's a, he's an old guy and he's he's an old fucking hustling kind of smooth operator dude trying to teach this young guy how to do. It. And they're you know they're both thinking about fucking the other one over. And there's a chick involved. It's
3: that kind of. <laughs> thing. sounds about right. Yeah,
2: that's about right. That's about Nice, the
3: Gary. Let's
2: a quick look.
0: And it says that there's a prequel to The Color of Money, and that's called The Hustler.
2: Mm. Is it just so? Which one did I say? <laughs> The
3: nice Gary!
1: scary it's, it's an interesting film Hustle. I bought that on DVD just because we were so obsessed with Paul and watch it and it's such a fucking slow film uh, but Jackie Gleason and uh Paul Newman are, are fantastic in it. and then the story's kind of like where's this going? Like it really is very very <laughs> dour Jackie uh, Gleason. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. That's, that's who plays uh something fats, coming in with the character specifically. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a classic for, for that particular reason, but they're very slow. You can tell it's a very old-school movie. Um, but there you go. That's that's the the prequel to <laughs> Colour of Money.
2: Now, see, I don't believe either of you now. Like, there can't be a prequel to The Colour Minnesota
0: of Money. Minnesota Fats. Minnesota Fats, that's the one.
1: Minnesota
2: right. Fats was a guy in the
1: movie. Yeah, hundred percent. So Jackie Gleason played Minnesota Fats in The Hustler, which is actually the the, the original prequel movie.
2: to The Color of Money.
1: It's not a fucking prequel. It's like in, that was the movie, and then they made a sequel, The Color of Money, that incorporated the the character that Paul Newman played in the original film.
2: Yes, who's now he's now like the old and wise guy teaching sure. Tom Cruise. That's right. Right. Okay. Special. So, so what the fuck is this man. shit then? Hang man. Oh, no, this, this is. <laughs> <anything else>. So <laughs> so what is this? What is this hot garbage then? <laughs> Let me watch it. What is this? Where is Tom? I haven't seen Tom yet. Now is this? Uh, oh my god! Is that? The, is that the uh, Transformers guy? Is this Shia LaBeouf? Greeno? Look before at you it. play any more of that.
1: I don't think that's Shia.
2: I think that's Shia LaBeouf. I don't think so. Is it? Can yes. someone please confirm?
0: I will confirm. Give me a second, but okay. I want you to try and guess what the first scene in this trailer you'll see of Tom.
1: Volleyball. They're going to play some volleyball. That's my guess. Volleyball on the beach. Beach
2: volleyball, Greeno. Yeah.
1: Greener. yeah.
2: Uh, you what would I say? Yes. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I think that would be too obvious. I'm going to go for the hustle theme and say <laughs> and but
3: say playing he's pool.
2: playing pool in a bar. That's where I'm picking him up in the story i don't know as like the old grizzly ex super fighter pilot who's now like a broken man and you know he's just drinking and for some reason there's some emergency and only the old guy who used to fly the old kind of plane can solve it and he'll be brought back in and he'll have to fly with the son of the ice man or something the val kilmer's son and then they'll save the world am i am i close no okay (laughs)
6: Who the hell are they going to get to teach us?
2: Captain. Oh, here he is. The motorbike. Anyone have the motorbike? (laughs) Racing a jet. Yep. Just like he was back in the old days. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky. Oh, he is back. A.K.A. Iceman. Oh, Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer. Look at all the, look at the amount of plastic surgery Val Kilmer has had even in a still photograph. Look at that. Jesus.
1: All right, you want to talk uh, betting very quickly? Mm. So I was sitting very comfortably with my multi. Uh, thinking Port Adelaide were up by about 16 points with nothing to worry about as my final leg. Adelaide came home strong and beat him by fucking four points.
0: Uh, yeah. You can't, really you can't it. bet it on that. It would derbies, have been like last of the game too, man.
1: Buck, buck 39, put Adelaide of pain. I had pretty much cash out at full value. I'm like, ah, oh, mate, they're up by fucking 16 points with a quarter to go. We're good. No. Adelaide
2: there's, certain, came home. there's certain games though, like a an Adelaide showdown, it's tough to bet on because... It doesn't matter who's playing well. Like it, those kinds of passionate games can always, it's a toss-up, you know. You're better off betting on the outsider because the outsider can win on most days in derby Mate, games. i will pay
1: out for value literally 20 minutes ago. Yeah. I didn't I didn't How did just, yeah, they they just just that bet lose? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: That's Jordan Dawson kicked a goal after the siren to win it.
1: Oh, nice, Gary. That's a fucking kick in the dick. There you go. After the siren, cost me my multi.
2: There is, there's no such thing as a buzzer beater. It's like, nah, take your time, mate. <laughs> you know, you'll be right. <laughs>
0: that's it. Ex- that's exactly the luck that Greeno was talking about earlier. Yeah, it was like we went 15 days. I think it was straight of losing multis by one, one leg, or that, like overtime, or something like that. That was my punish. personal
1: tonight. I had I had Sharky's, uh, Sharky's Melbourne v Essendon. Panthers and Port Adelaide. Not a bad Adelaide. value, but like yeah, you know, four bucks
2: for, uh, for Melbourne that. Melbourne was definitely gonna flog, Essendon. That was oh, and that was fine, but
1: yeah, Port Adelaide, yeah. they were up a fucking plenty with oh, go kick after the siren to fucking lose that money. That's that's terrible. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, I went the same insurance bet as you. I went Panthers, D's and Sharks as my insurance bet. And I went another one on my points bet, and I went um, half time, full time, double Melbourne. Um Ds, Sharks, and I've got a couple of more legs on that one. And, uh,
2: Who's even good think- in the NRL now? Who are the good teams? No
1: Everyone's uh, uh, oh, should we do? Our uh, fans love their Thursday night footy. In oh, yeah, are we uh, still uh, Nice, Gary! <laughs> so, we've last just, night... We've got,
2: Vil- <laughs> we've got Val Kilmer with the American flag on the screen. We're talking about <laughs> fucking multi-bets. <laughs>
0: You know and what? It looks, it looks like a bet three six five commercial. Pound
1: <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> will take the bet three six five nice, cash. I scary. Now, last night uh, the fans love their Thursday night footy. Came in uh, nine spots under Gogglebox, not surprisingly. Okay. Now, what those <laughs>
0: what those crazy
1: three what, crazy those crazy what those markers? What those three hundred sixteen thousand fans didn't know is they were, and I quote. But when I did the Google search today, yes, is this possibly the worst game of rugby league ever played? Mm. Is what happened last night. So you had the such uh, an
2: open question though. Like
1: no, it's fucking very validating. It's been so, so many had,
2: games of rugby league, it's tough. You had the,
1: you had the West Tigers play the uh, Gold Coast Crazy Malacas. and. Crazy- and I was getting messages throughout the game from mates going, "Are you watching this? This is fucking horrible." Is Gold Coast still like,
2: a team? They
1: should yeah, be. They, they, they should a- have.
2: They should have been sold off again by now. Oh, mate! The, <laughs> between the Seagulls, the Chargers, and now the Titans, we should sure. have renamed them by now. Well, They've been really the Titans too long.
1: Right now, yeah.
2: um, we, should, we got- should go right back to the Seagulls again. <laughs> Just go back to the old strip. Let's start again, boy. I think the
0: Giants were before the Seagulls.
2: That's right, the Giants. They were That's too. Right. That's so true. Yeah. Yes, with those weird kind of purple fucking yeah. jumpers or the weird teal, purpley kind of. No, jumpers. the the,
0: the Chargers were, were purple, and oh, the Giants really? were like um the Giants were the same sort of colours as Geelong in the AFL. It was like um like blue, blue and white, yeah. Yeah, wow. pretty sure. No, that was a that was a fair while ago, actually. <laughs> Man,
2: that's so full on because I've always just you're right though. I've always assumed that the seagulls were the first.
0: No, I'm just trying to look up now.
2: Um,
0: I thought the seagulls yeah, were first. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the South Queensland Crushers, I suppose. The Crushers huh? Yeah,
1: separate that.
0: Yeah. Oh, actually, side note. Um, talking about ex rugby league teams. Did you hear that? Um. I was, I was talking to League Freak the other day. He knows a guy who was a builder on the new stand at Brookvale for Manly mm. who's a North Sydney Bears supporter, and they buried a Bears jersey under the new stand to curse him.
3: Nice,
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gary! <laughs> <laughs> nah, give a dick, Welcome. The Bears have been milking money off, off whoever <laughs> they can take money off, for the better part of twenty years now. Go, we're gonna get the Bears back. Anyone stupid enough to give money to the Bears bid to come back to All the right. footy deserves to have their money stolen. Like, oh, i like look, to-
2: There's a part of me, Greener, that really wishes that we had a similar system to the Premier League and the subsequent football leagues in England. I would yeah. love, I oh, Ben, I would love to go down yeah, and watch happen, like St Mary's Football Club and have them play and like it doesn't matter if it was like the third tier of rugby league or something yeah. you know? but like there is something special about like local grounds and shit and i really do dislike the kind of sanitization and the uh, the afl model i don't really like that much because you know if you lived in melbourne you, you just go into two stadiums all the time and yeah you know, it just i don't know i know it works because of current day culture and you know, monopolisation, you know, in a marketplace and all that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there's still part of me that, like, every time I watch an English – I love – I don't know about you, Braddles, but I love watching, you know, a Premier League game, like at Burnley or something, you know, where it's like – let's say it's Liverpool or Man U at Burnley, and it's like 15,000 fucking Burnley fans just going off their tits in this tiny little local ground, like the Dell used to be for Southampton, you know, these – intimidating little hovels you know where the big team last time i was there, there i too. went
0: to um craven cottage oh Fulham.
2: wonderful yeah
0: that's what that's like that's pro. like you won't right get on the thames yeah you won't get yeah you won't get a more suburban ground in london than yep. than that i think yeah. you like have to go out skirts yep
2: mm. special there's something special about those small grounds and you know i i I know that rugby league, like our marketplace is different because you need to have seven teams in one big city and I understand you can't have seven different grounds and all that shit. But, you know, I do wish sometimes I'm a bit of a, like I said, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to sport. I kind of like the idea of little 10,000 max stadiums for little teams competing against big teams and stuff. But we just, we'll, we'll never see it here. It just won't happen. So.
0: I used to support, or I still do, um, my local football team. When I was in South London, was Sutton United, mm-hmm. and um, their capacity is five thousand. That's brilliant. And they've, <laughs> um, for the first time in their like hundred and fifty year um, history, have now made it to League Two in, mm. uh, in the English football league. Jesus, and they're they're playing um, a final next week in the uh, like one of the you know the, the lower league cups. So they, it's not like, it's like the FA Cup. Yeah, it's like Papa John yeah, trophy. Yeah, Papa John trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Um and the the treasurer there um is a guy from Melbourne, an accountant from Melbourne and he invited me along and you know got tickets into the chairman's lounge and when you when you've got a, a um nice stadium that's 5000 people it's not like it's it's there's it's nothing special like the the media area was in the grandstand with a little timber plank of wood in front of you for your, for oh, your notepad. It.
2: I love that stuff, man. That's and brilliant. I,
0: I I took Karen there when she came over. Um, we watched them play, um, late in Orient, and mm-hmm. at halftime the fans swapped ends as well as the players. It was <laughs> <fantastic>.
2: <laughs> it's all it's all so communal and casual.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, then, it's yeah. us against you. What are you going to do about it? I guess that's so the half it's going
0: to be. I said to my mate, I'm like, where's everyone going? He's like, half-time, bruv. It will change ends. I'm
3: like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Jerry>. <laughs> that
2: was fantastic. That is brilliant. Fucking good little story time there. I like of. stories about pinatas. Throw a little story in for us, the braddles. I like it. Yeah. So I get B in,
1: sneak it in, nice little story times. Yeah. Ah, uh, we we're talking oh the worst game of football ever. No, here's the thing. So uh, getting tweet, um, tweet, tweets, messages, all of it throughout the course of the game, going, are you fucking watching this? Thankfully, I wasn't. I decided to watch an old school Netflix movie <laughs> instead which of watching one? The- Which one was, I was like, it? Karina? I ended up watching the town. The town. Which, the town, which are Ben Affleck, Jeremy Renner. Uh,
2: oh, I've seen that flashed around on Netflix, but I haven't watched it. Really, game?
1: really good. Like, yeah, no, it's about, like, bank robbers and, you know, uh, old school Boston, like, stuff. Um, I nice. found it quite interesting. But it was one of those ones where I'd heard good things, so I put it in the save list to go back and watch. Hmm. And I am like, I've got the option of watching the Titans or Tigers or this movie. I chose the movie instead. And thankfully, based on all the messages I was getting throughout the night, good call. No, all everyone was like, this is a fucking horrible game. Like, not watching it. Like, I don't, I've decided this year I'm not going to watch bad footy for the sake of what.
2: So, what made it bad though? Well, firstly, the two teams are shit. So, let's put it that way.
1: So, I knew going into the game, this game's going to be fucking shit because the Titans and Tigers are bad teams.
0: Now, and last week, the Titans played, uh, sorry, the Tigers played the Warriors and it was like they both teams were trying to lose.
2: Yeah. And and the
1: Titans then blew a twenty-two to nil lead against the Raiders who've been terrible so far this year.
2: Sometimes sometimes bad teams have good games though because they just kind of throw it around and go for it.
1: Uh, not you know, in the current, team can current defend, day. Model, you know? The current day model of rugby league, there is literally only four good teams to watch. Mm. Everything else is shit. Like it's it's a bad product. It's it's just no good. Well see, um,
2: that's again, that's that kind of goes back to what we were talking about now. There's four teams who can win the Premier League on any given occasion, but I go for one of the teams that's probably never going to win it. But I don't uh, care, I don't care. <laughs> you know, because yeah, I go you, for my team.
1: You can watch a game yeah. and go, this is still a good game, even though they're not yeah. going to win the comp. The footy, bad footy is bad footy. And, Brad, you might have different opinions, but this year I decided if there's going to be fucking a bad games. I watched too many bad games last year. I'm not going to do it this year. Um, this game was one I put in there. And here's a summa, summation for you, Damo. The score was six to two with two minutes to play. But that might All be a those... good team. No, 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 so no, no, that no, might no, be no. a good
2: game. Some of the best games out. I've watched have been like super exactly. low scoring. Okay.
1: All those points were from penalty goal, penalty goals.
2: There <laughs> Sean, was... The boot of Sean Edwards who potted four field goals.
1: <laughs> there was 29 errors in the game. So let me let's uh, the final score ended up being eight to six because the Titans scored in like with a minute to go. So 14 points. Twenty nine
2: errors. Okay, it does sound like a women's AFL game. If you know I'm <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just fucking terrible. Sixteen penalties and chauvinist and sexist. <laughs> fucking terrible. Twenty nine errors. Uh, Sixteen penalties conceded. Very uh, little. Only-
2: very little scoring happening. generally. Yeah,
1: only one try. There was a whole bunch of penalty goals scored. Yeah. Just fucking tell
2: just a, a Just, just a bunch of chicks out there everyone. on the field, kicking it around, not doing nothing with it, just not scoring,
0: you know. I flicked it over. I was watching the AFL because and, and, the um, Swans were on last night, and I flicked it over, and it was 2 all with, like, 10 to go, and I'm like, thank yeah. fuck. I wasn't watching that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, here's the, uh, the scoring. You had Luke Brooks get a penalty goal at the 40-minute mark. So there was no points until the 40-minute mark. It's kind of the first
2: time. cool too because so many NRL games now, are like shitty defense and stuff, they score way too many tries. Remember when it yeah. used to be like 12-6 in a game and now this, it's this 32 to 26? There was
1: 29 errors in this game, mate. This wasn't fucking good defense. This was just bad. Um. All my mates were like, I've seen better in like local grade rugby, like just just fucking terrible. Ah, uh, uh, so, so those 316,000 fans that obviously got outrated by the budget opposition reply, which we pointed out about nice, a hours ago, is nice. a made-up thing that doesn't fucking matter.
2: Doesn't matter. Uh, it literally does outrated. not matter, folks. Don't listen to it. It's pointless. It's useless. It's literally useless. Don't worry about it. It's Don't made ignore up. it. Yeah. So it's the budget to begin with. Yes.
3: Uh, outrated Thursday
1: Night footy by 40,000 people. A reply on ABC TV of something that doesn't exactly. matter to begin with, the reply that matters even less than the original thing that didn't matter, outrated Thursday night footy by 40,000 people. Uh, it ended up being the worst game in Rugby League history. So that 316,000, I guarantee you by the end of it, there was probably only about 16,000 watching. There you go. Okay, I love this. nine forty. Speaking this show is going fucking way too long. We need to fucking wrap this bad boy up. Let's do Buddy and let's end with the the let's Jamie Foxx shit and here. get out of here. I
2: oh, know. We'll do, do, we'll do Jamie Foxx next time. That's all right. I'll do a quick one. Gold Coast Tweed Heads
0: Giants oh. were nineteen eighty eight to eighty nine. Nice then they went over to the Seagulls. The Giants um, from, were
2: first. Then there you go. Wow. Yeah. Fucking nice. But, uh,
0: there's one thing I didn't know about this though. But so they went. 88 to 89, then they folded into the Gold Coast Seagulls mm. from 90 to 95, and then very briefly as the Gold Coast Gladiators. I didn't know that.
2: I remember the Gladiators because Wally Lewis <laughs> played for the Gladiators, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Well, Wally Lewis and um, – and Rowdy was already there. Langer played for Seagulls
2: as well as Rowdy. You're right. Oh, yeah. um, did, Lange, did Langer tomorrow. play for Gold Coast as well, did he, Alfie? I think he may have. Really? I thought he he went went to Brisbane and then Warrington. Yeah. Um, I'll double check that one. But, yeah, Gladiators, and
0: then they went to the Chargers from 96 to 98.
2: Gold Coast Chargers, that's right. And they had Mm -hmm. that weird kind of, you know, mascot with just a lightning bolt on the side of his head. And no one figured. Yes. No one could figure out if he was a superhero or an electrician yes. <laughs> wearing a company hat. <laughs> he had a lightning bolt on his shirt. The charges. Uh, well, the you call car. them when your car won't start. The Gold Coast <laughs> charges. Oh, what a team they were, hey! The Chargers? Langer
0: didn't. He went from Ipswich Jets to Broncos to Warrington back to Brisbane. Thank you very much. I knew
2: he didn't play for Gold Coast. All right. This is Buddy kicking his thousand. I didn't watch it live. I don't care. Uh, I'm going to put my hand on my heart, be honest. You guys
0: were doing a show. You were doing this show last week when it was on.
2: Oh, right. Well, that's good because I I didn't have to watch it. So, you know. (laughs) No, look. I'd be
0: glad this wasn't against your team the week before. That's all you need to well, worry about. No, you, don't want, you don't want to be in the replays of that.
2: Well, no. Like, let's let's get into that then, if I can, because my wife no, was also. No, man. This show's already gone three face. hours. Why are
1: we still
3: going?
2: No, but very <laughs> nah. quickly, very quickly. I was, I was, I was, I. I thought the reporting of Buddy's going to kick a thousand against us in the round one. I, I've always thought that was silly. I thought that's, that's why you guarantee – what, are you putting that much – first of all, you're putting pressure on him to kick five goals in a game, which is incredibly hard to do. So, yeah. And especially hard to do when you're playing against a guy who has owned you basically your whole career, which is Phil Davis. And, you know, even the most hardened bad uh, Buddy Franklin fans cannot deny that Phil Davis owns him. It, every, every forward has one defender that they can't play against. And ask, you know, all of the forwards who used to play against that fucking, what was that spunk he used to play for Richmond back in the day, Brad? What was his name? Everyone loved him. What was their big fucking um, defender? You know the guy I'm talking about. He retired quite young. Um, oh, I <sighs> you picture him. Alex Ranch. Uh, Rance. Mm. Rance. Yeah, yeah, Rance Ranch. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, like, everyone's got a defender that they, they used to own them. And Phil is fucking Buddy's defender. So I wasn't at all worried, I'm glad that it didn't happen, but I was quite confident that Phil would take care of it. But the way that the AFL build it up for, against my team, right, to be like, oh, he's going to happen, it's going to happen, they, they took it out of our home ground and took it to ANZ, which I'm really shitty about and still shitty about, because otherwise I would have gone to the game. So fuck the AFL for that, because...
3: Nice, Gary! They thought,
2: oh, we'll do we'll do Buddy's 1000 at Z. We'll really pump it up. We'll try to sell the tickets. That's how much they squeezed out of the Swans fans for that first fucking round, right? They had to give them a neutral away game to try and celebrate Buddy's 1000. And they basically sold it to the Sydney public as a fait accompli. He's going to kick his 1000th against the Giants, and that's the way it's going to be. Too fucking bad. You have to be there. They've been selling this idea. For the last 20 years, they've been telling us that pitch invasions are wrong. Pitch invasions are bad. You must not run on the ground. If you run on the ground, you're a fucking idiot. But they've been tepidly selling the idea, hey, everyone should run on the ground for Buddy's 1000s because it's going to be history and it's going to be fucking amazing. So on two counts, I'm glad, number one that the Giants and Phil Davis personally gave a big fucking middle finger to the AFL and said, well, we're not going to let it happen against us. I said to my wife during the game, I reckon Phil Davis would rather beat Buddy Franklin to death on the field than let him kick his thousands of fucking against him. And that's exactly what he did. He took care of fucking business. So the AFL was selling tickets. We go, oh, Buddy's 1,000, Buddy 1,000, Buddy 1,000. As soon as the game was finished, they're like, Oh, you know what? It doesn't matter. He'll do it at the SCG anyway.
3: Nice, Gary! Okay,
2: nice, Gary.
0: The AFL AFL fucked the Giants over. Like, I'm a Swan supporter, obviously. But it's like they changed the venue, like you said, and they they sold it as this spectacle. Mm -hmm. And Giants fans went, well, fuck you, we're not going. Why would we go and watch this big rub and tug?
6: And
0: it didn't even happen. And you're right, he got marked. Big time. But I also think um, gameplay, like I showed you them stats um, after the game about where they were outside the corridor but not quite on the wings. They didn't actually, they didn't, what I was happy with, they didn't look for him Mm. as what I would have imagined they would have. Like, let's get this 1,000 goals over and done with so they can get back to normal football. Mm -hmm. But they didn't look for him. But I think that's a... That's 50-50. He was getting marked at the shit house, but he was also, the other guys were like, well, let's just win this first and we'll, we'll deal with that later.
2: Yeah, which is like, it's, I don't dislike Buddy Franklin and, you know, I, you know, I don't dislike the Swans either. You know, I've, I've always, I respect the Swans. I just don't go for them because they, for me, yeah. they're not a Sydney team. They're South Melbourne. So, you know, but that's, you know, whatever. I've never had like a big connection to them or anything. So I respect the Swans and I, li- I like Buddy Franklin, the guy. But yeah, the the whole the whole selling of the 1000 goals dick suck. It was just too much for me, man. And I'm like, "Oh, look, cuz they they they've just commercially latched on to this guy's career for like they've just squeezed the last fucking drop out of Buddy Franklin in this last week and a half with the whole 1000 goals." And I understand it's a big event. I understand it's incredibly rare. it doesn't happen very often. But again, again, one example, going against 20 years of telling people it's not okay to run out on the field and then allowing and promoting this. They were on the field before you even kicked it. Yeah, Because the AFL had been selling what a great event it's going to be. Listen, they're playing music over the PA, right? So I, I dislike the whole manufactured element. You know, when those past heroes like fucking Plugger and Dunstall kick their thousand, people running on the field was an organic experience. And I really I'm really angry at the AFL for the way they've treated this whole Buddy one thousand thing. They've tried to just leech it for their own fucking, you know, despicable purposes. Instead, Buddy, the whole reason Buddy Franklin's in Sydney in the first place is because he doesn't want the fucking attention. And you know, look at what they've done to this poor guy. He's just a guy who just wants to relax yeah, and fuck as well as go to, to the be beach. You know. Anyway, uh, that's I my rant I, for the night. No, oh, no, no I, I, I didn't know don't want really any rant. Like
1: I, I didn't. I actually didn't mind the fans running. Off. I thought it was a good thing. I thought the safety aspect is a fucking different thing. And once again, it this just happen all the time in sporting events, right? Like now it's, it's yeah, yeah, open. no, no. Oh, it and it's when it,
2: when it happens naturally, it's fine. Just don't, don't. Criticize don't arrest people and throw them in jail for the night for 20 years and then no, it's, it's fucking
1: insane. You know. Like I get that. What personally, what I found uh a bit annoying about the coverage post-this game was the the fact they posted the guy that caught Buddy's thousandth goal <laughs> online
6: mm-hmm.
1: and basically yeah. made him like public one to, to social media, <laughs> yeah. like you've got to fucking give it back. So the ball Such dude bullshit. was like He'd got this awesome bit of memorabilia and he was, he fucking raced off. He got it. He raced home, but everyone's got a mobile these days. So they filmed the dude and they spanned out who it was. And then like proper news media were posting it online going, if you've seen this dude, buddy wants the ball. Shaming but- him. Like, fucking shaming him to bring it back. And I'm like, that is criminal. Like, if that was my face up there, I'd be like, fuck you. Basically, like, they could have. I'm going to post a social media picture of me burning the ball just out of fucking spite. Because fuck you guys. like
2: Stabbing it. (laughs) 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 Puncturing (laughs) it it
1: with a big knife. (laughs) 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 Because fuck it. Like, I'd rather. Draw some
0: some eyes on it and hold a knife to it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I go.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes, B, you're a fucking genius. That's what I would have done. I would have held the ball hostage. I would have put it, I would have gapped it around now. and a video to Buddy and the video And, like, I've got it. I fucking, if you don't, if you don't send me $1 million, I'm not fucking losing the ball and would have made a joke out of it because, fuck yeah. them, I found that disgusting to that poor dude who happened to have the excitement of catching a ball that was quite historic. Um, I understand that. But the ball goes into the crowd Buddy has no entitlement that he's got the record good on him but that fan just caught a piece of, his, piece of history the fact that he his face got posted by they treated fans, him they
2: treated him like australia's record. most wanted like yeah
1: like fans followed like videotaped him and posted it online i found that fucking disgusting and a, a really sad indictment you about dick
0: our current life like there's a few things to that right so people were saying, like, this guy who's taken the ball, he doesn't have any certificate of authenticity to say that it was Buddy's ball. For anyone else, it's just a regular oh ball in his lounge room. <laughs> and they're like, the guy's been filmed catching it going, I've got the fucking pill. Yeah. Um, and he, like, I watched the interview with him, and he actually jumped the fence onto the field and, you know, give himself a few little kicks to himself and then thought – um, said to his mate, I can't believe i got the ball. And his mate's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. You go. yeah. <laughs> so he's jumped back over the fence and he's legged it. Back to the yeah. house. And he's, um he's taken the ball home. He's gotten back in the cab and gone to the pub. And he said he was just paranoid all night that someone I knows know. that he's got the ball and that his photo and videos online. Now he was <sighs> concerned that someone's going to know where he lives and break in and steal it. So he, he be- said, a- went back home. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> But there's there also one. Um- there you go. That's life. And that's the difference between, you know, our Australian brothers and sisters and our American brothers and sisters. If you go to America and you catch a foul ball, you know, you'll hand it to a kid and everyone hugs each other and goes home for the night. If you catch a fucking foul ball in Australia, you have to lock your doors because you're worried that someone's going to try and cut your throat no, and fucking steal of the memorabilia and sell selling Dan on the internet.
1: Damo, right, after, after this show, look up uh, the documentary of Steve Bartman. That might change your opinion. Nice,
3: Gary!
0: Are we the only country in the world that actually give the balls back in a sporting game?
2: We are. I think
3: so, yeah. mate. Like,
2: oh, no, like, us maybe, in Ireland like, as well.
3: Like
1: Europe in soccer and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Surely they, they throw the balls back.
2: Yeah, don't but it? they got no, yeah, they do throw them back, but they got up. a whole bunch of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Like they also- don't care in soccer if, like, if they kick a ball and it goes into the crowd, they just get another one from the sideline and play with it. But in, we're the only, you know, country where we like try to get, if it goes into the crowd for some reason, we try to get the one back that the, they had. Have you know Like mm-hmm. they have extra balls there. And they can just yeah. get them out of a bag and stuff. But we will always take that time out. And, like, you know, the player will stand there and put his hand up on the field like we haven't noticed him. You know, like, hey, yeah. can you throw it to me? <laughs> and, the, and the person <sighs> in the crowd throws it back. Yeah, you know, every that's other country, point. they just take it. And yeah. like, Fuck you. It's my ball. I got ball. <laughs> As a it
1: kid, it's like, sorry, sorry, B.
0: No, I was just going to say, like, I think that's that, like, Grounds like Bell Reeve Oval and the cricket, when cricket's a massive sport for the same ball, right? We all know that, yeah. But if that if a six get hit down you know, in Bell Reeve, you're that kid sitting down the street going, If this comes over the fence, I'm fucking home,
2: like- <laughs> yeah. Just darting <laughs> yeah. off and hiding in the
0: shed. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the point I was going to make was uh, I was more thinking it as a foot like, at the footy. Like, I remember being as a kid, a ball got kicked to me, like, real fucking young dude, like, assessed with footy. And the rule was like, oh, if you catch the footy, you got to throw it back. For me, like, surely they've got a whole bunch around. Surely they can blow it up and the kids that when you kick it over for a pe- like a like penalty, surely mm. the kid can keep the ball, right? But no, it was like, oh, you better throw it back and I caught it. I'm like, oh They're like throw it back. I'm like, oh, okay. As a kid, that would have meant the world to me to actually keep yeah. the ball.
6: It's I was still like, like
1: a 10-year-old, like a player I idolized, kick the ball out to me. I caught it. Like, amazing. But no, oh throw it back rugby, like cricket, I get, I agree, like that ball needs to go back because there's authenticity in the age of the ball and it impacts the ability of the game. Rugby league, AFL, like surely the ball that gets kicked out, that's fucking, that's got to be the fans, right? Like just have a ton of balls around. You've got enough sponsorship, you've got enough money. Like just it's, go down. You no. know
2: what? It's not as silly as it, as it seems because there has been an argument long in rugby league, AFL, rugby union where it's like, how much would it really cost us to buy, like, an extra fucking 200% worth of balls and just no, exactly. and just let the people keep them? Like, how much would that cost us as opposed to how much we would gain out of the experience for people? It's just it, – it
1: makes no, – there's no logical reason behind yeah. it. Cricket has a logical reason because the age of the ball impacts the game. Rugby League, AFL,
0: like – like, what happens after the game is they get signed and they get handed out.
1: Exactly. If the ABL can fucking afford to ha- yeah. allow me to fucking take balls home, that is on a shoestring budget, that they make no money. It's so true, man. It's not surely, scary. Nice nice, Gary. Gary. NRL AFL can afford to have some fucking sharon's Well, but <laughs> it, just show, it just show It just shows.
2: Hair. It just shows that people like you know NRL AFL have more dollars and cents, and then. The administrations like the ABL, for example, who we've bagged in the past for, like, you know, uh, cancelling no. a, cancelling into season and stuff, but let's remember the space that they're working in is a very, very different space compared to the NRL and the AFL, just out of pure money reasons. But they probably do better with the money they have than I would. I wouldn't trust the NRL executives or the AFL executives on the budget the ABL has. I would think, no, they're going to ruin it. Like, that's, yeah, they'll find a
1: way. Well, quick story time for you. Like, I, know, I like, like stories like,
2: about pinatas. Oh, come on, Greeno. You're keeping the show going too long, mate. We've been trying to get out of here for an hour, mate. Fuck an hour, Wait, mate. mate. Fuck. Talking about, talk
1: about the ABL, a couple, uh, pre, pre-pandemic, uh, took, took my little one, to a preseason game mm. for, for the Blue Sox just before fucking Rona hit, right? Yep. And I said, I was like, oh, I really want to go to this preseason game.
2: <laughs> it's and like, it's honey, it's like the All Stars. Nobody cares, but everyone's fat.
1: <laughs> no, no, I was just like, it's <laughs> on the fucking backfield. It's gonna be fucking terrible. Exactly. But I hadn't, I hadn't been to like a, a Blue Sox game in a few years at that point, and I was just kind of like, oh, it's the first chance I got to take like my kid to a baseball game, and she's like, oh, dad, can I come? And I'm like, all right, sweet. I'll take you along. It's like a Thursday night. She's got to go to the daycare the next day, but all good. I'll take you along. We'll sit in the outfield. We'll be fine. And I'm like, it's a preseason game, so there's not going to be many people there. We might catch a a, a fly ball or something like that. Happy days. Nothing was coming to us, and she's like, oh, I'm getting a little bit tired. And I'm like, all right, cool. We'll head on home. And as we're walking back out, this ball dropped like in foul ground right in front of where we were walking. Go and And get it. And then I was like, quick, fucking run. And like, she's only two or three at the time. She ran, she quickly ran the ball, and it was a fucking exciting moment for her. And I'm like, no, scary. She's like, yeah. Quickly gave it to her because a whole bunch of kids are running up to her and, like, scaring her (laughs) because there's this little three-year-old little girl and a whole bunch of, like, boys running after her. Quickly grabbed the ball. we're We're all good. Three years later, she and then was still you went
2: boy. up and went to those little boys and smacked them in the mouth. Fuck
1: off! Yeah, yeah. fuck off! Back up, <laughs> get like my it. daughter.
2: Not even, <laughs> not even slap like backhanded and follow through with the backhand. Like fist. Yeah, yeah. Get them with, yeah, with the elbow <gasps> yeah. first, and then the wrist. Yeah. You know,
1: spot on. Yeah. So, but funnily enough, like, we got home and she was so excited to tell, like, her mom about, like, oh, we got this ball, blah, blah, blah. We were just about to leave and then we caught it and it was all exciting. And then literally three years later, she told talking me, dad, do you remember when we went to this baseball game and, oh, like, nice. we, as we were leaving, like, not even, not even as we were leaving, she's like, remember we caught the ball and then we kept the ball and we put it here, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Literally that so cool. ball is such an, a nice memory for me, personally.
0: Yeah. With as my a daughter. Time. Sure. Yeah. Like
1: but. she went Like she remembers it now. A couple of years later, it was exciting her reflecting the story, and excited to tell it. But for me, knowing that that ball was in her house, and it's it literally says like ABL preseason, which is fucking lame as fuck. But for but it me, means as, something as a memory of like this is the first baseball game. Like, or oh, technically, it's the second because I took her in a pram one day. Uh, <laughs> it's the first game me and her got to enjoy as like mm. just me and her like daddy daughter time. That we caught a ball and it was a nice little thing. That ball always been our house. Anyone in the AFL or the footy or whatnot, and that's a very long-winded story, uh, is not going to get nice the same. It's a story. Experience.
2: It's a good story. Yeah.
1: So it, it's kind of a nice thing for me personally yeah. that a lot of these people, that the ABL in a very small, uh, low-budget preseason season game, yeah. I've got a memory that I wouldn't have got at footy or AFL.
3: No, that's what's going to be.
2: And that's something that the uh, baseball has – always done really well i i guarantee you everyone who's ever caught a foul ball at a major league baseball game has remembered it and put it that yeah. way right yeah whereas everyone who's you know caught you know a ball at a footy game here you know i i don't know i've probably caught a couple <laughs> you know i've i've definitely uh been hit a couple of times with like a soccer ball and stuff behind the nets at the wanderers and shit like that's happened you know but uh it's not special, you know, because it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a different, it's a different thing. But that's that's I something think... that the baseball get really right is that that they create memories. Don't they? For mm. people with that kind of shit,
0: I think baseball's a sport too, where you, where. You, you've got to be passionate about it to watch it from start to finish and do pre seasons. Like yeah, you, every season you'll get the 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 armchair sports fanatic that'll watch the World Series or whatever. Little reward I for know.
2: passionate fans, you reckon? Yeah,
0: I mean, look at Greeno does the hot stove and he does the spring <laughs> training and all that much sort of stuff. To like my, he much knows to my who's... protest. <laughs> Speaking of, <Yeah>. no, <laughs> i <I'm> like, <laughs> but. You know, to have that moment with your daughter, man, that's like we know how special that is for you and that ball will be in your family as that as that um, memory forever. Like that's that's pretty cool, man.
1: Well I, I've already i quick and sorry, quick story time. I uh, like
0: stories about
2: know pen- We've been trying to get out of here for two hours, <laughs> no, mate. <laughs> it's fucking so late. Are we still doing a show? <laughs> fucking hell mate. I, I
1: literally have I literally have three foul balls yeah. from baseball, right? So from the ABL. So the first one I got is one that landed uh as me and my wife were arriving for a game on boxing day. Yeah. uh when we found out we we're about to have our first kid nice. so my wife is pregnant and it landed literally fucking in our lap first fireball ball we've we caught so that's in a, a nice little case second one i caught was the the first game i ever went with my parents to the blue Sox game and the ball like the it was a kind of a shitty old ball but the the team was playing in the dugout and they're like hey man here you go you've been fucking cheering us on all day here's a ball And it was kind of a cool moment. A second one, thirdly, was the one I just mentioned. So I've got three balls in all of them. Three memories. Three individual memories. One's fucking super special because I like, I I knew like we just fucking told my family that we're about to have a kid and it was fucking super cool. And, some reason, I decided to drag my wife to a baseball game on boxing. <laughs> to, <the> celebrate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate. celebrate. Yeah. Hey, babe, hey babe you, you can't drink now, right? <laughs> yeah. Designated yeah, <that's laughs> I mean, yeah, driver. Pissed
1: as a fucking shook <laughs> in my uncle's place to a baseball game and then back home. But with this ball we fucking popped up right in front of our lap and it was kind of a nice connection. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, one with my family and one with, like, my daughter. So you you're right. Like, the, the ball itself... Even though it doesn't seem like it's much, if it's linked to a specific memory, if it was just a random yeah. game I went to by myself, fucking who cares? But for some reason, all three balls I've ever got in an ABL game are all linked to a, a nice little memory. So How about um,
2: this? How about this, NRL, AFL? Let's say it costs you a million dollars to buy enough footballs to just let the fans keep them when they go on the stands. It's still got to be worth it, right? Like, let's, say mil- let's say it's a million. Like let's say it costs you a million dollars to fund footballs <laughs> for a season. It wouldn't, it is, but let's say it is.
0: So your rugby league merchandise is disgustingly expensive. If oh, you, man, it's like hundred and sixty dollars for a jersey.
1: Fucking nuts! I've, I've told this story it's before criminal. on the show.
0: It's criminal. And if, no, like, no, well, gonna, if, I'll, I'll, I'll buy one every three or four years simply because of that Mate, but if i if really i sold crazy. them for like 70 or 80 dollars i'd probably buy one every, every
1: year yeah yep. if you spend them three years 160 fuck no you're you, doing what they want you to do
0: like oh, I mean, i'm not buying one every year though oh good <laughs> <that>. no some <something> people <laughs> no, no, buy
2: no. them
0: every year
1: but it'd be the nice front, to buy some yeah. of your kids at a reasonable price right
0: yeah, I, like my last one, my last Bulldogs jersey is, is before they had the Kia sponsorship. That's how long since I've bought one because I can't justify buying a, a, a shirt for one hundred and sixty dollars.
6: Nice. Nuts! And you know
0: the the kids' jerseys, like that, well they'll grow out of like in half a season, uh, are still eighty dollars. You know, so if you sold adults' jerseys for around the the sixty to eighty dollar mark. You would people would buy them more frequently. You would make more money. Therefore, you would have more money to spend on balls that you could give out to the crowd. Problem solved. Thanks very
1: much. No, we, no, we, we talked about oh, You okay. no, make a very good point there, but I wasn't even talking. Like, we talked about this on the show about eight weeks ago, I think, and we weren't even talking about adults' jerseys. We were talking about the kids' jerseys. So mm. I remember when the the Raiders' the made kids the jerseys now
2: play. cost what the adults' jerseys used to. No, it's fucking yeah. up, yeah.
1: like. I remember uh, in 2019 when the Raiders made the GF, I, my wife was like, oh, you should buy, like, my daughter, like, a little Raiders jersey she can wear mm. for you because I was fucking, like, I was a mad nerd. Like, it had been fucking so long since it's been the GF, and I was like. Yeah. Crazy Raiders fan that week. I was fucking nerding it up. I went to the fest like I went to the, the fan fest. I was wearing the watching jersey all the, the
2: old week. videos with Mal you know, and Larry Daly. I watched, Daly all- and- I watched yeah.
1: every DVD I had. Yeah. I was watching old clips. I was like, man, this SM in 20s, I'm fucking like going nuts. And I was like, oh, I gotta fuck- I got kids now. I'll buy them a little fucking jersey. And I went to uh I went to five different stores. I thought Peter Wynn's score is meant to be like the fan kind oh, of place.
2: No, no you didn't agree. please.
1: No, and the, and the kids' jersey was like 90 bucks. <laughs> and and then the little girl's jersey, because I got a little girl, <laughs> was, was like a little, a little cheerleader's outfit. I'm like, well, get fucked if I'm buying that.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, I want to fucking, I'll buy her a little jersey, but I'm not spending Peter 90 bucks.
2: Peter Wynn's man is kind of, it's fucking dodgy. Oh, you know. It's criminal.
1: So I went to three other four three, four other stores. Every other kid's jersey was between the sixty to eighty bucks mark for the size and whatever it was. She's gonna grow out in a year. And I was like, well, I'm not gonna buy it. And to your point, Be every every jersey for anyone under the age of let's say 14, 20 bucks max. Yep. Because that creates fandom. That creates Mm. like I, I know like as a kid. I was a Raiders fan and once my uncle my uncle bought me this like fucking video easy jersey as a kid and I'm like, well, I'm never fucking going back. Like this is my team. Like, create the, the fandom in the kids. Why like the, the, the jerseys literally are made in China and Thailand and that then yeah. they cost they cost nine bucks. Like sell them for fucking twenty. You get the fans in. You want to charge the adults stupid money for the jersey? I'm like, fine. Crap. Okay, like we'll make our decisions of whether we feel it's appropriate to buy a jersey for 160 bucks. But kids make everything under 20 bucks. You've created your next generation and the generation after that of fandom because they've got Absolutely. a jersey they're going to be proud to wear. Like that just makes no sense to me personally.
0: Absolutely. I've huh? still got my Bulldogs jersey from 1995 when Bulldogs beat Manly in the grand final, and it's got the Hyundai.
2: Sponsorship oh, across Terry the Liam, front. Man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's still got a grass stain on the on the top left shoulder. <laughs>
2: after nice, the grand final, oh, all
0: scary. the kids hey, all look. the kids went out in the backyard and played footy after we won it. Yeah. And I've still got that same jersey. And that goes back to the memories of sport with you and your daughter, Greeno. Like that's the sort of stuff that it creates as a child. I mean that was like my um the first grand final that I was old enough to um understand, I guess. Oh, well, man. 95, I was like 12 or something. Uh, well, that, that,
1: like, you're 100% right. That, the jersey I ended up putting on my daughter, I just, I, the, I had a video easy jersey that I got when I was eight, I think it was. Yep. I've still got it. And I, I just put it on her, like, in 2019. And I'm like, there you go. And we took a nice little photo. And there's a cool little photo of her wearing a jersey I wore as, like, an eight year old. Mm. And it it did the exact same effect as if I went and wasted like 160 bucks. So I get the the mentality of that jersey. Secondly, uh, why didn't you buy the 1994
2: one when we beat you guys? I don't understand. What a dickhead.
3: (laughs) No. (laughs) I, I,
2: I kind of envy you guys with the jerseys and the kids and stuff because I've never really been a huge jersey wearing guy. Like
1: you had the Broncos jersey back when we were kids. Yeah, like we uh, like uh, well, nothing but yeah, Broncos but,
2: jerseys back but, when but, uh, kids. but yeah, but when we were kids, right? Um you know, I'm not I'm not really a huge jersey wearing guy. Like I when I go to the football now it's just a scarf. And that's you know, I just dress normally and just a scarf, which means my, my daughter will never learn the joy of wearing a jersey. She's going to have to learn how to be, you know, a trendy hipster fucking douchebag at the football. And just, just wear a coat and a scarf like all the other trendy hipster douchebags at the football. You know why? Because you're too fucking smart to fall for their propaganda, kid. And then she's, <laughs> And then she's probably going to hate me. And that'll be fine, and then she'll rebel and wear the fucking jersey anyway. But she'll probably go for some other fucking team, be a
0: fucking Souths jersey or yeah, some bullshit. That's it.
2: I'm, I'm going. I'm really excited, boys. I've got to let you know. Uh, myself and Lady Boogs, we're going to our first game of footy. It feels like forever, man. Tomorrow, home, home, home game, man. Giants home home game. I'm fucking so pumped for it. And, and I don't even care if we lose again. We've lost the first two games, I see. I don't care.
1: Like the old days where yeah. we don't care if we lose by 100. No. We just add
2: 40. That's it. Good just, Game day. Yeah. Yeah, it's game day, man. I'm looking for I'm looking forward to You know what I'm looking forward to, Brad? It sounds weird. I'm looking forward to walking into the stadium.
0: Yeah, that's so good.
2: It's a such it's a feeling like when I'm Five yeah. minutes away, lighting up a cigarette, and I can see the fucking stadium in front of me. And I'm getting <laughs> yeah. close to the game. No, it's a feeling, Greener. It's like, all right, no, we're oh, coming I mean, home, baby. We're coming home. We're back home again. It feels good. You know, it's our people. games,
1: when we walked in there, when yeah. we knew you were going to lose by 100, yeah. like I was there in the early days. We were video. still we're pumped. Like, yeah. You we were messing me going, hey, man, free tickets. I'm like, game yeah, day. Stuck. And you're like, yeah, man, it doesn't matter. Come along. I'm like, oh, ah, cool, cool. We'll come along. Yeah. And we lost my 100, but it was a fun day.
0: Yeah,
2: we're playing I drove up to Townsville.
0: So. Oh, I drove up to Townsville for the, for the round doggies. one against yeah the doggies and the cowboys, yeah. Got the W, didn't you? Did, yep, yeah, got the win. You don't win oh, many in good. Queensland, do you, either? You don't win many in general, mate.
1: The coach is fucking terrible, you? You, you run, oh, Bring bro. back Des, mate. <laughs> yeah.
2: Bring yeah. back Des. Dranketh.
0: F- drank a thousand beers and went to the footy. It was so good. And like going in, into that new stadium up there, it's like right next to the city as well. Like I totally get that. Like we, oh, it was.
6: Yeah, they the built how how far is that it, from
0: your Um, I My hotel was like across the river from the sea. But no, you know, like, where like where you, where you live. Oh, like, was it... it took me nearly five hours to drive there.
1: Oh, Jesus. I thought you were like top of North Queensland, but you're kind of like mid Queensland. I mean, right? Queensland yeah. yeah a I'm big like in the middle. Yeah. 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 I can't
6: Four hours. Yeah.
1: I was trying to explain to my wife because I was I mentioning that you went to the game, and she's mm. like, oh, doesn't he leave North Queensland? I'm like, yeah, I think he like, he's kind of, once again, my geography retardedness. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I think he's up there somewhere. Surely it wasn't that far a drive. I didn't realize it was that long. So that's, yeah. that's quite a, a big high.
0: We've got um, Rockhampton's four and a half hours south. Everything's, Townsville's everything's far away, is <laughs> <hours>. Yeah. <laughs> Townsville's for four and a half, five hours north, and then Kansas eight and a half hours north.
1: Fucking oh, <laughs> Queensland. State, you don't realise how big it is.
2: Queensland's fucking huge. And it, now I drink- yeah, sorry, go. I was just going to say, it's basically like most of the population is in like the southeast corner, and then outside of that, it's a fucking wasteland, you know, like it's just yeah. vast, vast desert and bush, basically.
1: Well, now you've just made me realise, B.E., my plan to drive for your birthday next year is just fucking not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's, <right>. that's stupid.
2: It's physically hard to get to Mackay. Like, you can't even fly direct there, Greeno. You have to get, like, yeah, a no, connecting I, flight and shit. And, like, it's a pain in the They did at ass. Christmas
0: time. It was, like, a promotional thing to make oh, you go wow. with certain airlines. But they go out of um, the Wit Sundays direct into Sydney, but everything out of Mackay is via Brisbane.
2: Yep. Yeah. There's a new
0: airline coming out soon in a couple of months called Bonza and they're going to do a Bonza, I am
2: never in my fucking <laughs> oh, yes. life
0: getting on a Bonza
2: Airways. <laughs> no, Bonza. Uh, you know what? It'll be Paige fucking Sporanovich or whatever her name is. She'll be flogging the Bonza Airways family coupon.
0: It's <laughs> like... Their logo is like a, a purple thumbs up smiley face type oh, bullshit. No! Yeah. No. Uh, I'm not getting
2: on a Bonza Airways fucking plane ever. Ever yeah.
0: like, I,
1: I didn't do know they sure. own a
2: plane or just rent the old ones from other airlines? I think it's the old ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: No, I just looked up the. I just, I literally just looked up the. It's Bonza with the thumbs up hand, thumbs up fist is the B for Bonza.
2: Oh, Greeno, are you going to be taking a, a discount deal from Bonza Airways, Greeno? Where do I, I, they fly to, incidentally? What are their main hubs? They're going to do... <laughs> Lismore! Um, like they fly to Lismore,
3: actually. They fly to Lismore!
2: Yeah, and they land in Barry's backyard <laughs> in Lismore,
0: Bonza Airways. Joe's Farm. He picks up an tractor.
2: <laughs> Joe, Joe flies the fucking plane, mate. <laughs> he jumps off and he goes, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for flying with Bonser Airways. Welcome to Joe's Farm. I'm Joe. <laughs> He
0: wants, to see, he wants to babysit me goat while we fly? Who okay. wants to have sex with a pilot? <laughs> I'm
2: looking at you, sweetheart. <laughs> All right,
1: let's wrap up this bad boy. Let's, let's get end out it. Of here. here we let's go. End it with the fucking Jamie Foxx clip. We were doing about two no, and, no, and a half hours. No,
2: we'll do that next week.
1: No, we're doing it now. That's how we're ending the show. Let's oh, do right. Jamie Foxx and then go to Bosom Buddies. Okay, really? We're gonna- Thanks for jumping in, mate. Really uh... All right here today, dude. Mm, Yeah. All no right. Thanks so for me again.
2: Midnight local. Uh, we can just leave now. We don't have to do the Jamie Foxx
1: No, we need to do the Jamie Foxx. We've been playing it all, all episode. Interesting There's story before we
2: get to the Jamie Foxx clip. No. No <laughs> <story. Play> <laughs>
6: fucking story. the fucking video. You get the
0: story time button for me?
6: <laughs> just because I, I got him, go.
0: him so good. I like it? stories about <laughs> pinatas. <laughs> he wants you to go and lock himself in the bedroom and put some bets on char Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Things all well and done. I, I'm still filthy. I, I can't believe I lost that last leg to the AFL, to be honest. I'm fucking filthy about that. I didn't chance to Can crash you out. Can my- as big <laughs> as he is, this
4: motherfucker complained all year about his toe? And I, I can't believe somebody seven one was complaining about a toe. All that money this nigga's making, he complaining about a toe, you could cut my foot off and I'd still run up and down the damn floor for the kind of money they paid for. And I know how you hurt your toe, Shaq. Big ass Shaq is driving a little bitty Ferrari. Can you believe this big nigga can fit into a little bitty Ferrari? Nigga, that's how you hurt your toe trying to get in that Ferrari.
2: He's really bad, isn't he? (laughs) Real bad. That's Fox, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Laughing.
4: I thought that was funny. Go
2: ahead. I thought that was funny. He's hurt already.
4: And Jamie. We have it for you. You done been in what? Two hit movies, y'all get up. You've been in two hit movies, we happy. Because you got off to a slow start, nigga. Nobody here saw held up or bait. Did anybody here see held up or bait? Nigga, thank God you got an LE, nigga. Thank God you got an LE.
6: Oh. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
4: look at this look look at this looky this looky greener look at him
2: Hang go where's where's
4: jamie
2: (laughs) here it is is. (laughs)
4: wait
2: (laughs) this one here coming up that one
1: No, How do you not discuss <laughs> the, the genius that is Booty Call? Oh,
2: booty Call. Get him a shovel. My, booty Call was one of my all-time favorite movies. Between, between like, say, 15 and 21, I'm going to say, Booty Call was up there. That was one of the big ones. Not maybe not so much these days. I haven't seen it for a while. But back fucking, in the
1: day, though, such oh, a good movie. So
2: funny. He, Jamie Fox, was a star back then. That's before everyone knew him too. Booty called. Well, he,
1: he wasn't the star. That's when he like him and uh, I forget the guy. I think it was Anthony Davidson was the other like. Yeah.
2: Co- like no one. Can, guy. He was the straight guy in the movie, so no one remembers.
1: He was, him. but he, he was the standout comedian as well. Mm. But yeah, all the lines Jamie Fox had in that movie. I still got it. Randomly on VHS Her name like, was Gonoria means- but
2: she spelled the Spell shit the Like Ghana. Like I, can't, I put can't put that, put that on a postcard What's going on? <laughs> <All
4: right. laughs> hey, what's up, Monique? women.
2: Doug Williams is just fucking bombing, okay? And so <laughs> he he goes after Jamie Foxx and Jamie's like, oh okay, is that is that what you're gonna do? And he's he's waiting for like a for this guy to land a blow on him and he, he doesn't and he just kind of shines off and Jamie's like oh okay, well I'm just gonna fucking just <laughs> so I guess he's just like I'm gonna rip your soul <laughs> out now, you know? <laughs> 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 ruins his career. In this one moment ruins his career.
4: You better know I'm all these skinny bitches who won't admit that big women look good. That's
6: what I'm talking about. I hate big women that try to
4: hide the fact that they're big. They always say, uh, I'm just big bony. No, nah, bitch, you got regular bones with big ass meat wrapped around That's why I love you, baby.
2: Ah, uh, he's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> he's like, oh, I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> He's little sarcastic little fucking, Huh? This guy.
4: Like, he some oh, okay? Nigga don't this party, so dear. We want you to let her, he uh, sucks, MC, right? doesn't he? We're here for Emmett
1: Smith.
2: I remember once watching a roast, Greeno. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I remember watching a roast. Anthony Jeselnik.
1: Forty minutes, isn't it? Greener.
2: Anthony <laughs> Greeno. Anthony Jesselnik was at a yeah. roast, and he was doing. Um. He was. He was the one roasting at that particular time, and he made some joke, and like one of the there was a black guy who was like in part of the group, and he made a joke, and Anthony Jesselnik kind of turns to the crowd and says, "Oh, you don't. You didn't get much of a reaction there," and the black comedian said something like. Oh, there's there's not enough black people here, to to you know there's oh no he said there's too many white people here for that to be funny, and yeah. Anthony goes you know what no one's ever said there's too many black people here. <laughs> <laughs> no no sorry sorry I got it wrong no no Do you it was there's he said there's not enough black people here. To, to make that joke funny, and he said something like, you know what no one's ever said? There's not enough black people here. <laughs> so it like, and, and it was just like, oh, it was like a fucking savage moment. And the fucking guy just laughed. You know what we're going to do on the show next week, Greeno? And Brad, yeah. you should come on the show next week because we're wrapping okay. this up now. I need to show you guys because I didn't get to my story about Assetto Corsa Competitio It's still right, time, man. Let's no, pause no. it.
1: Let's go to Assessa. No, no, no. And no, then no, we'll come
2: no, to the No, no, I'm bringing it back next week. Next week, what I'm going to bring to you the show next week is I've found this guy. He does like Formula One 2021 videos. But what he does, he's like a, a fairly competitive kind of esports dude. But the reason I love this dude, he commentates his own races he oh. is fucking amazing because of his style of commentary so he'll race the race right and then he does a video commentating himself in the races <laughs> as a gamer yes and it's but his style of commentary it's like so you know i like i thought i set up today with like 26 psi in the front tires as we go around the corner and we almost lose it oh my god and so you know i was thinking about like you know, if I if I pit now and I take enough fuel, as you can see here, somebody coming up behind me, almost losing it off the dirt. Like, this is the way he commentates like a whole race like this. He's <laughs> fucking wild, and I love this it's guy. Horrible. No, no, it's it's not hot. It's just it, trust me. You'll be sucked in. You'll love this dude. But I'm bringing that next week, so stay tuned.
0: Are you going to do that something similar like that? Now you've got the the race set up.
2: No, no, no. But that's the story. That's a story for another time. Brad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can up. you uh, <laughs> can you make
1: sure you DM that through to our chat? So yeah. I don't <laughs> put in the run <laughs> <different. laughs>
4: <laughs> out. Not Smith,
5: man, I'm your conscience. And <laughs> man, should it should
2: get hot in here. Am I fucking up right now? Am I fucking <laughs> up right now? I'm your conscience.
5: <laughs> I
4: really don't need to be up here right now. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> Stop making speech. money, you can't tell them shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I wish I was in a movie with Jamie. <laughs> right 48 that. hours. You are right about that. 72 hours. In fact, I don't know. 72 fact, I hours. Can you <laughs> throw sound on the car for me? I just did another joke that didn't go over. <laughs> <laughs> on
6: your so good.
4: Maybe I, I should be something not nice that. about Emmett. Wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should talk about how black people have to struggle. Yeah, that'll get them on my side. (laughs) Thank you very much, Jamie Foxx. Thank you. I I needed the help. I appreciate it. I'm not Jamie Foxx.
2: I am your conscience. I'm your conscience. Oh, man. And he's not even the guy who's supposed to be getting roasted. Nice. That's that's the beautiful part about it. Well done. That's such a good fucking clip, man. That's it. All right. We're out of here. Plugs. Plugs. I'm doing a show tomorrow. B.E., you doing a show tonight or are you going to bed now? No, I'm going to go to bed, I think. All right. He's going to bed. (laughs) Follow (laughs) B.E. Yeah. Here I am. Follow me. Follow you. There he is. He's right there. All right, till next time, guys. See you guys next week. Bye bye. Bye. We'll
5: always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always, always be bosom buddies. If life I should reject you, you there's me, me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that
3: who else but a bosom buddy
5: will sit down and tell you the truth?